4: After nearly 20 years, it is officially the end of the Afghan war as declared by the United States. I don't think it's fair to say that, the, that the, the war is officially over in a certain sense because there's still going to be very serious conflict between warring factions. There are still Americans being left behind. Many people are criticizing Joe Biden because he promised this wouldn't be the case. And now they're saying it will be the case. But there's a lot. Of, there's, there's a lot to discuss there. And I, I do think we're dealing with some very serious problems and obviously a very serious crisis. But I'm not convinced, you know, it's fair to say that the U.S. has finally ended the war so much as they just abruptly left mid-evacuation because the Taliban has overrun the Kabul airport and they can no longer maintain the position. So sure, the war is over, and a, a, a resounding defeat that will lead to chaos. And I'll tell you, when you see these videos, Taliban flying helicopters, walking through the airports. Do you think they will be able to maintain that infrastructure and that, ec- that economy? No. I think Afghanistan is going to start to look like Syria really soon, but far be it from me to actually be an expert, I mean, to, to, to act like I'm an expert on this. We are but humble internet people complaining <laughs> about things, and we've not been over there, so we definitely, you know, we've had some some veterans in the past, but we'll talk about it to the best of our abilities, because certainly we're allowed to have opinions, But I want to make sure that's clear. I don't think anyone here is going to pretend to be an expert having deployed or actually experienced any of this stuff. So take it with a grain of salt. There's a lot of other stuff we can talk about, too, which we will get into. But uh, uh, we got to talk about Afghanistan. Joining us today is the wonderful Libby Emmons. Hi. Do you want to introduce yourself?
2: I'm Libby Emmons. I'm the editor-in-chief with The Postmillennial. Glad to be here.
0: Right on. Welcome back. Thanks. Sup, Libby? How's it going? I'm concerned about this Afghan. I'm concerned in a couple things. One is the way that it's been framed—that we completed the withdrawal when it looks like Mm -hmm. we just stopped. Not—it didn't look like anything got completed. It just ended with this what seems like an arbitrary outdate of the 31st. I don't understand why he would rush things out, leave all this equipment behind, and leave our allies behind. The
2: leaving of the equipment behind, I think, is. that's pretty egregious. Also, the shuttering of the Air Force base instead of, um, keeping that open and not having to go through the civilian airport. That seems like that was really poorly thought out as well.
4: A lot of people are saying it feels intentional mm. and feels as different from it is, mm. but, uh, people have their opinions. So, you know, I, I
2: wonder that it's really intentional or that it was just sheer incompetence, which is sort yeah. of what I'm leading, leaning towards.
4: I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it because mm. I, don't, I don't know if I
2: agree. Okay.
4: Yeah, we'll talk about it, especially after Trump's latest comments. Okay. Yeah. Oh, those ah. are good.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: <clears throat> well, let me uh, – before. I got something <laughs> to say. <laughs> I, <didn't want> to <laughs>
0: Lydia, I am up. also <laughs> in the corner.
3: Yeah, I, just, I was like, what, what's next? What's going to happen next? I cannot make up my mind if it's incompetence or malice. Um, it's always kind of a, a flip of the coin with the Biden administration. I'm hoping it's incompetence, but the sheer volume of stuff that we left there for our actual enemies is really disheartening.
4: Yeah, it could be abject failure. Could be. Before we get started, we'll, we'll get into all, this story, uh, all these stories. Go to TimCast.com, become a member, and you'll get access to exclusive segments from the TimCast IRL podcast. Of course, we'll have one of those members-only segments coming up around 11 p.m. or so tonight, as well as an advertisement-free experience on all of our amazing, fierce, and independent journalism. And uh I'll, I'll, let me tell you, we have a story from this morning. Cassandra uh, Fairbanks investigating. There was a truck carrying Moderna vaccines that crashed and hazmat came out. Airspace was shut down. Cleanup crews working for 21 hours reports that there was a waterway nearby. And we're, we're, we're digging into the story. And it looks like everything's fine. It was a shipment headed to Ghana for a uh, donation. And the HHS says that they've recovered all the vaccines, So it wasn't spilled. But a lot of people were speculating, especially in the areas in West Virginia, why hazmat came out so it's an interesting story and it just goes to show the 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 journalism that we are doing and i think you know initially the story sounds much more exciting you read into it and you're like okay this was serious but but check out the news we've got at timcast.com we've got real journalists we're hiring more people every day check that out don't forget to like this video subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends right now smash that share button take the url put it wherever you can if you really enjoy what we do let's uh let's jump into this first big story We've, we've got the uh the lead from daily mail pentagon confirms the last US troops and evacuation flights have left Afghanistan just after midnight in Kabul. Taliban take control of airport and celebrate with gunfire as 20-year war ends. There's there's so much to go through. First of all,
2: there really is. You know, Ian,
4: you just mentioned in the intro that it doesn't feel like they've completed the withdrawal, they just stopped withdrawing, like stopped evacuating people and just bounced out.
0: Yeah, the way this even the statement this title that you just read off his phrase, is phrases that the last American troops left is that the last ones that are going to be leaving or gone now or is that the last of all of them and they're they're not clear I st- I don't know if people they're
2: very intentionally not clear. They won't let you know how many Americans are left behind they won't let you know if they decided to stay on purpose or if they just didn't get in contact with these people And then you've also seen in the past like week or two you've seen um people saying on Twitter like, I let somebody use my WhatsApp to get a visa at one point and now I'm getting messages via WhatsApp on their behalf. Are they getting the messages or am I just getting the messages, mm. you know, these kinds of things. So it's really very peculiar and it's hard to have any idea what's going on. The administration is um not being transparent about it at all and you can see that in the questioning that they've been uh, the questions they've been taking and
0: What's up with this WhatsApp thing? Someone lets
2: yeah, so, or maybe it was, uh, I think it was actually an email. So a person put on Twitter, I wish I had it, uh, but it was one of these things that's on Twitter, so it's not like you can figure out exactly what the truth is. Um, and the amount of things that I've been getting from people on Twitter that are like, here's video of a bunch of people getting shot inside the Kabul airport, and it's like, You know, I track through that person, I track through that person, track through everybody. And then you eventually talk to someone who is unwilling to go on the record. And you're like, okay, well, this story is not going to ever get out if I can't verify who these people are and what's going on. So, yeah, it was somebody had said, I let a friend use my email address to receive visa information. I'm getting notifications now about how it's time to leave Afghanistan. Are they getting these notifications as well? So
4: I don't think it's fair to say the war is over. Because, uh, well, unless the press just stops covering it entirely now and says, yay, Biden, you so it's did it, and starts clapping. I think the Atlantic w- wrote the article, or it was in the Atlantic, that Biden deserves credit, not criticism. Well. I'm like, no, he deserves criticism. But, uh, the reason I say it's not over is there's still, I mean, at least estimates here from the Daily Mail, 100 to 200 Americans are still in Afghanistan, as well as our Afghan allies. Right. So, do you think that in the coming days that we're gonna hear news about American hostages?
2: I've been wondering about this as well, if we're going to have repeats of these kind of videos that we that we saw previously, you know, these beheading videos, these hostage videos, what's going to happen with that? There were um there was a clip that came out over the weekend. It was uh, Taliban soldiers in a TV studio with a TV anchor, and the anchor was saying what the Taliban told them to say. Yeah. You know, we're everything's going great. Uh, I don't w- think we have any idea what's going on. And. The fact that we were engaged in a war for this long in a place that has destroyed empires before us was already absurd.
4: Yeah, that one I I find particularly humorous that people, you know, have mentioned, hey, all of these empires kind of faltered after Afghanistan Mm -hmm. fiasco. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you uh, back to the point about the war not being over. I'm watching this video clip of the Taliban walking through the airport and there's like helicopters and planes. It's not just the military equipment they received. It's the civilian equipment that's left behind by those evacuating. Right. That's all resources. Trucks, there's something like 40,000 SUVs they've received. Now, I'll tell you why it's not over. You think the Taliban coming in, I don't, I don't care if it's the Taliban or any any uh, government, honestly, although the Taliban would be markedly worse. You think they're going to be able to maintain the power? They're going to ma- be able to maintain the infrastructure, the economy, the natural resources, the, the, yeah. Homes are going to lose electricity overnight. How how many days do we have until all of a sudden the power goes out?
2: Well, also, they're already fighting with uh, – they have ideological battles with this other terrorist organization. Mm-hmm.
4: Right, isis you know.
2: Yeah. There was actually a clip um, – I don't know. If, I hope I didn't tell you guys this already. <laughs> um, but Jack Kerouac went on the William F. Buckley show in, uh, I guess, the 60s or 70s, whenever it was – and, uh, Kerouac said that he thought the Vietnam War was a conspiracy between the North Vietnamese and the South Vietnamese, who in his words were cousins, to get a lot of jeeps in the country. And Buckley said, well, you know, I don't think it went too well for them. And Kerouac said, I don't know. They got a lot of jeeps. Yeah. Mm. So, well, they've got a lot of,
4: uh, you, have American you, I, equipment. Have you seen the before and after fo- uh, footage from like Idlib or uh, Aleppo? You know, in Syria and things like that. Oh yeah,
2: I mean that was a while ago. A while ago, for sure. I
4: I remember, you know, you're looking at these at these photos, particularly like Aleppo, and it's and it's amazing. This beautiful city, and there's like the colors oversaturated because people are trying to purposely evoke emotion. And but you see the trees, you see the buildings, you see the people, and then it's like the Syrian civil war. It's rubble. Mm -hmm. It's brown rubble. I don't know if it's going to get that bad in Afghanistan necessarily, but I I person my personal opinion, which is based off of just what we're seeing right now, and a lot of things could change because I can't see the future. I think it might get to that point. You 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 are you have no clear command structure. It's mm-hmm. it's a group of people who are fighting against the US. And now, sure, sure, sure. Let me say this. You have some command structure, right? There's people who are in charge. But in order to maintain a country and let, let alone a city, you need massive managerial infrastructure, which right. they do not have. So all of a sudden, you're going to have some dude, and he's going to be at a factory that makes, I don't know, you know, plastic lids or mm-hmm. something, whatever they might need, and he's going to be like, I don't know where any of this stuff comes from, and he's going to go to the guy who works there and says, oh, uh, we order from this other company, but no one's there right now, or mm-hmm. something like that. The power company, people are just going to leave. Already, Yeah, the,
2: things the, are going to shut down.
4: The guy who ran their central bank fled. Mm-hmm. Right. So now there's no, like... As much as I don't like central banking, (laughs) there's still like the system has been gutted from the inside. So what's going to happen? With no food, people are going to go nuts and it's going to start breaking down and it's going to get brutal.
2: It does beg the question, what is America's responsibility to nations that can't handle their own governance? Uh, We certainly stepped in in Europe all over the place. But is that the kind of thing that People want from us in other countries. I think it's pretty clear that the people in Af- Afghanistan don't want that. They don't want the U.S. determining their government structure or you know any of that, any of that kind of stuff. So, and what is the? I saw another. Um, I wish I could remember exactly who this was. I'm sorry that I can't. But I saw somebody else who was talking about how um, America really is falling apart itself at oh, this yeah. point. How can we take in some two hundred thousand? Uh, Afghan refugees, mm-hmm. who knows how well they've been vetted. We have people pouring across the southern vo- border. We don't have any control over that. We have governors fighting with the president over the sovereignty of their own states and the sovereignty of American borders. We can't properly educate our children. We can't figure out a cohesive strategy for dealing with, you know, a global pandemic that we have taken responsibility for globally as well as nationally. What is it that we think we're doing? You know, it's like we constantly are talking about how much we hate ourselves and how we are the worst oppressors and we're, you know, this privileged, horrible, bratty country. But we also take on everybody else's problems. And as much as the left will talk about American exceptionalism <clears throat> being a problem, they're the most American exceptionalist of all. They think that we can go out there, smack ourselves in the face, wear ha- hair shirts and still save the world. And that's what they expect. It's very weird to watch.
4: Yeah,
0: I feel like uh, this war thing in Afghanistan, which is never actually—it's not a real war. It was never declared by Congress. It was just a military action, and it was only to get Bin Laden. There was no right. Taliban involved in any of this in the beginning. Right, the Taliban formed around it, and then, then it was ISIS. Then it was Al Qaeda, or it was Al Qaeda in the beginning. Well, I let's, think, let's slow down.
4: The Taliban was 1994.
0: Okay, so, Taliban's so, been around forever. So I guess the, you different know different people, different names, different places. No, the Taliban formed out of the Mujah
4: out of the Mujahideen and they there was an Afghan civil war. But they it was like they Al- expanding
0: gaining more power and then the US is like we're going to go in and get them. Well, we went in to get Al-Qaeda, to get uh, Osama bin Laden and then right. that cool. that got happened they after a couple of years and then they stayed years? yeah after a decade yeah, after, <laughs> and then the real reason in we went and came out right. was to build that co- country as a in the eyes of america and get its resources uh well that faltered we have no no justification to fight i mean it's not to fight the taliban we were never there to fight the taliban right so, th- that, that is we not were, something we, were, we will ever it do. Was,
4: uh, look, it was, it was, it was, colonization. They call it nation building. I'm like, yeah, 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 it's colonizing.
0: Yeah, it was
2: colonizing.
4: Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that from some leftist college blue-haired perspective of the like, you're
2: colonizing No, it's like literally no, like, it's actually what it is. Yeah. The only problem with colonization is when it fails.
4: And it can feel I guess bad. there's, the, and it can fail really I, but, badly. Well, like I don't know. There, there's yeah. problems with colonization. How would you feel if China colonized New York City?
2: I think it'd be worse if they did a bad job of it, frankly. I think
4: it'd be bad no matter what. <laughs> yeah, it'd I mean, be because... terrible
2: no matter what. Sure, I, I guess
4: I guess if China came in and all of a
2: sudden restored everyone's civil rights. And... I would say Western colonization is specifically I'll... bad when it fails. But I don't think it... With the Lucky Lands slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. globally good but in a do, lot of but, ways. But,
4: you know, I'm of the opinion that uh, we should, at this point, I mean, to a certain extent, I would agree, obviously. Mm. But I, I'm also of the opinion of, like, maybe we should mind our own business, I especially that, at this point. I
2: feel that way as well. And I also feel that way in terms of uh, nations that clearly don't have any interest in in what we have to offer. Well,
4: there was a poll I saw of uh, of a bunch of different countries pertaining to Islam. And when it came to Afghanistan... The, these people did not share our values in any way mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, there there were people who were, like I'll put I'll put it bluntly we we can sit here and say hey look it was better with americans there because of freedoms and economics but these people genuinely hate you know uh, our our way of living they 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 are very very faith based they're very very tribal like literal literal tribes right actual and there was a poll where i think like a very large percentage thought the death for, uh, I'm sorry, the, the the punishment for apostasy is death. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have those things. And so we enter this country, very different way of living, very different clothes, much, much more advanced weapons. And we tell them, from now on, you live the way we tell you. Naturally, they're not happy with that. They're still not happy with that.
2: Well, and they shouldn't be. Uh, you know, there's also this issue of how can you bring, you can't d- bring democracy and this kind of liberty to a populace that doesn't want it themselves. Mm. You know, you can't just force that on people because that, <laughs> that's like the thing you're saying you're not going to do. And then right. you're doing it in order to get them to live your way. Uh, that's not effective.
4: But let, let's talk about the the, the more, um, what's the right word, terrifying result mm. of everything we've done in this... I'm, I'm going to say it, and people might get mad. It actually is a kind of funny video as much as it is horrifying. <laughs>
2: now I'm scared. <laughs>
4: Taliban appear to fly U.S. Black Hawk helicopters over Kandahar. Oh
2: yeah. The Afghan
4: Air Force reportedly had 167 operational aircraft, including 33 Black Hawk attack helicopters, before the Taliban took over. And there's a video, you may have seen it, of the Taliban literally flying around in Black Hawks. There's like a guy hanging yeah. from it. And there's this one, uh, this one Twitter account of the Taliban. They're tweeting like trying out our new weapons and stuff like this. The U.S. <laughs> just gave one of the most advanced militaries, not the, an air force and, and ground forces, to ideological extremists.
2: Mm-hmm. It's, with, it's <laughs> who who beat us back with basically rocks and sticks.
4: That's that's, that's the amazing thing. Like, was the goal of the Americans, like, how can we funnel a bunch of weapons to these people? (laughs) No, it
0: it was, we're going to leave these weapons for the Afghani allies. It really was. But we're going to strip all their support out, and they're just going to figure it out. And then Mm -hmm. the Afghani allies were like, "Uh, no, we're not, because we can't. Well, but we also
2: gave them, we also gave all those Afghan allies Mm -hmm. the option of leaving, right? I mean, we facilitated in the past couple of weeks or whatever, we facilitated a massive brain drain from that country. Mm-hmm. How do we expect it to ever stand oh, up yeah. for itself after we basically said to all of the educated people there, why don't you just come here? Why don't you abandon your responsibility to your own nation and come to a nation that we're already destroying? <laughs> uh, that,
4: that's, that's, that, that's really the craziest thing to me, seeing so many people be like, I don't care about this place I'm leaving. Right. You know, Okay. Why would
2: we, wh- why were we trying to help a nation where the people, the brightest people in the country didn't care about it?
4: Because there were. Heroin the, well, and oil. No, there. no, no, no. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, uh, these people were not raised, you know, a lot of them are young. Mm. Like the one guy who, who, who got on the plane and then died, I think he was what, 19 years old.
2: Right, the soccer player. So he
4: was born into occupation. Right. He has no sense of country, no community. So when it all comes crashing down, he's like, that's what I, re- I recognize and I don't know what that is so I'm going with that. Right. So the United States did a very, very poor job of, of culture building. And you know what's funny?
2: Well, we shouldn't be culture building somebody else's culture.
4: Well, no, 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 for sure. We shouldn't have been in there in the first no. place. Yeah, not with military. But yeah. with the, with the point the is, if you want an operation like this to be successful, to like create a stable country or whatever, you've got to give people stories and things to rally around and victories and and something like, you know, we have that story of the of the writing of the Star Spangled Banner where, like, the bombs are exploding. And then every time a bomb blasts, you could see the flag just as the light right. of the explosions. And then when they came back to the fort, what did they find? The dead bodies of the American soldiers who were running in and holding the flag up. And their bodies formed the base that kept that Those are the stories that people are right. like, shed a tear, like, yes, we did it. They don't have any of that.
2: We even have cultural stories, though. I mean, if you think about it, uh during the Cold War... You know, the USSR was our big enemy. And how did we infiltrate the USSR? We, you know, Americans and Europeans would go there with suitcases full of blue jeans and Beatles tapes. <laughs> you know, we, we infiltrated culture from yep. the bottom and, and the, from the side the and Taliban, from the angle. They but, make
0: the blue jeans illegal. <laughs>
2: right. you'll, you'll literally right. be killed in
0: public if you're listening right. to music in public. And, and, and
2: you know, I think that that's something that America forgets is our best offerings are not our, you know, administrative level. This things this, our best offerings are our culture and we are undermining that too at every in, turn in the united states
4: we are undermining our own culture it's mm-hmm. falling apart i think for the most part uh, the uniparty is absolutely to blame these people have no idea how countries are run politics is downstream from culture yeah and right. so the republicans
1: clearly
4: do not understand this when they're like we got so many judges and yeah and then the judges are like political pressures forced me to go in the direction of mainstream culture
2: also, once you're in court, you lost. It doesn't matter what the victory is.
0: I, I got to say, this 21st century war, because this is to both the points you guys are making, with the new age of military and the way it's done with the internet, you don't send troops to a country, nation building. You don't take put a, a soldier on every block and every window so that they can't get from place to place. You basically are controlling the system because they have Facebook groups. They can coordinate on the internet now. Putting troops in a foreign country to nation-build is not the tactic anymore. And if anything that I've learned from the vets that are coming back there, it's that. You did not fight in vain. You fought to teach us that in a modern war, we cannot be putting boots on the ground to build nations. It has to be through the Internet
4: except when you can't get internet in there, either because of the mountainous region of the country or because the ideological extremism, which is is my point about what's happening here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. They spent so much time worrying about Afghanistan and Iraq and Iran in between that they ignored the fact that the U.S. itself is being overrun by a psychotic cult of people. And I'll tell you, I love love the idea of the cult. You know why? Because I saw this post (laughs) about horse dewormer on Reddit (laughs) <laughs> okay? That that listen, and the people in the commented like it's a death cult. And I'm like, bro, if you actually did 2 seconds of Google searching, you would realize that certain medications which uh you know, are are widely available at Walgreens, but for some reason the media keeps saying horse dewormer over right. and over, and over right. because you are in the matrix. And so here we maybe that's what they're thinking. They're like, I don't know, let's have a dumb population that'll allow us to flourish. No it won't. A bunch of people who have no idea what's going on, who can't make any decisions, and perhaps you think that'll empower you, but it guts the country from the inside. It's a brain drain happening in our own country.
2: We've done it on purpose. I mean, we did it on purpose because we had these ideals of what we should be doing instead of the thing we were doing. So we've gutted our educational system. We've completely devalued the college degree. We've devalued graduate degrees. We've devalued diplomas. We don't learn anything in schools at this point. We don't teach anything, you know? Um I,
4: Imagine unironically thinking college is a good idea.
2: Hmm. Right. You know? Yeah.
4: Or unironically saying college is a good idea.
2: What, I mean, I'm sure that I have a similar experience to you guys. When I was a kid, my parents were like, you know, you're definitely going to college. And I'm looking yep. at my son and I'm like, if you want, Maybe. You could go to state. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm, I'm I'm totally different from you. I'd be like, no. Yeah, make sure you under, understand uh, compound yeah. interest. I'm, no, I'd I'm say telling no.
2: him, you know, like the money I have saved some for you, you math. could also just buy some property if you oh. want. You yep. know, you could travel. Start a business at 14. Free. You could do whatever you want with this. You could read, you could read on your own on the
4: internet, which is yeah, now exactly. free. Exactly. And learn how to discern between real and fake news. And then teach yourself. Because there are a lot of prominent young people or young people today who are older but rose to prominence when they were young because they just went online. And there's yes. some famous stories about young hackers or, like, you know, let's say tech entrepreneurs. And when they were 15 years old on the Internet in forums contributing code, the other 30-year-olds taking that code had no idea it was a 15-year-old ta- contributing. Right. And so there's a real opportunity to get away from that broken system. But I do think there's a light at the end of the tunnel, though, with the, with the, the coming collapse – Remote working means you'll be around your kids more often.
2: Right. That is a that is a plus.
4: And remote schooling means the parents are more likely to be near their kids when yeah. their kids are learning. And These to see good what's
2: actually being taught. Right.
0: The CTO of
4: Mines. Which is pretty
2: important.
0: He was 17 when he started working with Mines. I mean, you can do it young. You do not mm-hmm. need school. This is the big thing why
4: we talk about the, the, the Cast Castle vlog we've been doing and, and building culture and trying to bring more people here to have I, fun. Yeah,
2: that's so important. That's like the most important thing is storytelling, you know, remembering the old stories. I think that's a big part of it, too. The more we replace the canon with things that we think, you know, are contemporously important, the more we undermine what our culture is founded on.
4: There's a really interesting. We have to
2: go back to the old stories.
4: There's a really interesting kind of similarity between some of what's happening with the Taliban flying around in Blackhawks and what's happening in the U.S., we have ideological zealots who have taken over the New York Times, for instance. Mm-hmm. And so now they're wearing it like a skin suit. And we see that with yes. so many different franchises and movies. Ezra
2: Klein at the New York Times. We've seen that.
4: What, what What? did he do?
2: He's just, you know, he's writing these columns all the time that are just supporting the administration without any real reason. Or Jennifer Rubin today mm. at the Washington oh, Post. Yeah. It's
5: ridiculous. Where
2: she was like, the U.S. is still the the only superpower. And it's like, girl, if you got to say that, we're already in trouble. <laughs> but
4: so, so... The New York Times, this powerful institution of you know a hundred plus years or whatever, now being worn as a skin suit by these ideologues. American military power and Air Force supremacy with the Blackhawks now being worn by an ideological extremist group that's you know, have have seized control of this infrastructure. How many missiles? I'm not saying it's left?
2: identical. I'm just saying they're an not going to tell you similarity. how many missiles they left. They're not going to tell you how much equipment.
0: Did they see? Do you see this Taliban's new arsenal graphic? Was anyone oh, able yeah. to? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there were
2: some graphics, yeah. but I couldn't. Twenty-two thousand. I 000, figure Humbis. out where they yeah. came. Yeah. This it says
0: it's from the U.S. Government Accounting Office. Oh, Ian. Ian. interesting. What
4: country is due west of Afghanistan? That would be Iran. And do you think that when everything starts falling apart in Afghanistan and they need electricity and, and, and infrastructure and resources, do you think they might say, hey, Iran, look at the 42,000 SUVs we have? Might you need some of this? Yes, I think we have good. some hellfire missiles sitting right here in this building. We can't do anything with them.
2: I think, but, you know, what we do need is electricity. The, well, the, and Iran is uh, pretty close, a lot closer to nuclear capability now at yeah. this point anyway.
4: I'm, I'm willing to bet the moment They took a like I'm I'm willing to bet a phone call was made the moment Donald Trump signed that peace treaty Mm. with Iran was immediately like, give me, you know, like, what do you got? What are we going to do? But I'll tell you this. There may have been some phone calls back and forth back then. The moment word got out that Bagram was abandoned, that all of this equipment was abandoned. Iran called up and said, you know called at the Taliban and said, buddy, hey, yeah. how you been the most popular I, who's always been there for you?
2: What do you think would have happened if the u s. had left on trump's timetable
4: uh it's it's not so much about the timetable. it's about the 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 caliber of leadership
2: right. So, I'm just I'm wondering like how that would have been this, this, if it would great. have been any different. Biden has yes. said repeatedly that he doesn't think it would have been any different. Well, he's he wrong. says, I think he's wrong too.
4: It would have been. It would. I think it it would have been been similar, a
2: little more organized, perhaps.
4: It's not so much about the timeline. It's the bigger question is what would have happened if Biden stuck to the arrangements and agreements set forth set forth by the Trump administration? How about this? Why did they abandon Bagram overnight? Mm -hmm.
5: Yeah, because they
4: easily could have said we're evacuating out of Bagram. Why didn't they evac? Why didn't they do all in in April? I haven't fact checked this, but I've seen some reporting. In April, the U.S. issued a warning to American citizens: You need to get out. Right. Now, a lot of Americans stayed, chose to stay, and that is true. But I don't think it's as easy to say that Americans were like, well, they're choosing to stay. That's their problem. Well, it's probably like there's people they're trying to help and won't leave behind. Right, And so that means the U.S. need to have a hard extraction. Like, come on, get your stuff. We are leaving. You can't stay. Uh, it's tough, though. Americans do have a right to choose to stay in the combat zone, private contractors or whatever. But I, I believe if they stuck to the original plan, the and and, and I'll tell you this. It's it's more to do with the leadership than just the plan. But if the original plan was stuck to, I don't think this would have happened. I think the Taliban would have absolutely tried moving forward, and then there would have been some very serious drone strikes. Drone striking, moving militants through the desert, heading to provincial capitals is a lot easier than doing a drone strike on residential houses in Kabul, sure. which yeah. just killed a bunch of kids.
2: Yeah. I, I think that there's also um something to be said for sticking to the plan that your predecessor laid out, because... America's word is now garbage. We made a deal, and then we were just like, "Meh." Yeah, yeah but the like Taliban. Hold of, on. I feel like that's a that's a problem. Like but the, the regardless Taliban, of whether or not you know the Taliban would have stuck to their end, the U.S. once once the U.S. makes a deal, like we should stick to that. It shouldn't matter who's yeah, in but power.
4: The Taliban broke the deal. Right. No, I'm then. sorry. I'm sorry. I take that back. Biden broke the deal. Yeah, Biden that's what broke. I'm he broke the timeline. We time should have
2: said we should have like you know as soon as he got into office, he should have said something like. If this was the view, I don't think we should leave right away, but we said we would. So I'm going to honor the word I, of the United States.
0: Yeah, I feel like he didn't do much about it in the early days of you, his presidency. Yeah, it he didn't seems... do anything
2: except reverse Trump bans on mm. critical race theory. You like, know, he spent days <laughs> reversing executive orders instead yep. of actually, you know, and getting masses of praise for that.
0: I could see like months and months where. They did not do anything about evacuation, even though they knew they had a the timetable because in the back of his mind, he was like, F Trump. I'm, uh, that guy's I'm not paying attention to that guy, whatever. I'm not. Right. I'm focusing on this. And he had months to prepare for this.
2: Well, and I think he also had this completely backwards idea that the entire rest of the world thought that Trump was as illegitimate as the current administration thinks Trump was. But in fact, That wasn't the case, whether our allies or enemies or whatever liked or didn't like Trump. He was the legitimately elected president and he was treated that way as well. He should have been. And his bilateral agreements, you know, were the word of the United States, whether Biden liked them or not. So when he came in, he kind of acted like, oh, the past four years, I can just, you know, completely sweep them under the rug and get rid of everything that happened during that period of time, because everyone knows that that was an illegitimate presidency. And that was completely bonkers and and a slap in the face to the American public that voted for the previous administration.
4: Joe Biden made a promise. He promised that there would not be Americans left behind from The Daily Caller. Biden breaks his promise and leaves stranded Americans behind at the mercy of the Taliban. There's some nuance here that I do want to I, I do want to get into.
2: What's it like? They said it was like a, in the low hundreds, I think. Right. Today? <clears throat> I, don't, I don't
4: know if I believe that. Yeah. I, I don't... mean, that's that sounds absurd to me. It's got to be in the thousands. And
2: you saw that question the other day about transparency, where mm-hmm. the one kid was like, maybe I'm saying kid. I'm sure he's younger than me anyway. But he was like, uh, you know, you didn't give us accurate information about dog bites so why why <laughs> oh, do we think yikes. that you're giving us accurate information now? Major apparently bit Secret Service guys for days. And instead of answering the question of how can we believe you now when you weren't even transparent about the stupid dog, um, Gensaki just gave information about the dog, which may this, or may not be accurate.
4: So this is from August 19th, mm. this promise. If there's American citizens left, we're going to stay to get them all out.
2: Oh, that's right.
4: Now they're saying, well, you know, everybody wanted out. We got them. Huh? And we can't get them anyway.
0: Why did they rush? Why did they rush? I don't understand wait, this. No, 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 no. Rush? Yeah, why did they rush to they get it out rush. by the 31st? So what, the Taliban? They didn't, like, didn't rush. Well, they why didn't they get did, everybody out of I form? thought the
2: what? Taliban kind of took over the airport. Well, that's because they? they started
0: yeah. evacuating. They got rid of Bagram. Bagram. They, mm-hmm. they pulled out all no. sorts of weird defenses and logistics early. I think, like, hold, hold on. A,
4: a, 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 an attack happened, and 13 servicemen and women were killed because the U.S. did not pull them off of the gate of a, uh, what is it? Abbey Gate. That's mm-hmm. right. And they had forewarning. They, they warned others to prepare for an imminent attack and they did not pull our troops off that gate. They wanted to keep it open a little bit longer for the British.
2: Was it those service animals?
4: Americans were told not, not to come, to stay away. Mm-hmm. The, the, the men and women in uniform at the gate were supposed to shut it down earlier, but they decided to leave it open and that's what happened. And so they are under fire. They, they they fear more attacks are coming, so they said,
0: pull them out. I, I'm thinking like grand grand scheme. You got all these people, you need to get out. Why would they just not say, look, it's going to take this, it's going to take us until it takes us to get these people out? The Taliban, what are they going to do? Attack? Yes. And then yes. It's, they, well, we're at war. Then that's, we attack back. Well, not, we've been at war for 20 years. We're going to stay there and we're going to get everybody out.
2: That's, that's bad. Not
0: Why? What's that's the? It's better. already bad. It's war. You, there's so <laughs> many people there that need our help.
4: Ron Paul, I think said it best when you prescribe the wrong medication you don't simply say well there might be a withdrawal so we'll keep them on it no you get off that medication and that what he's saying is we should not be in this country well, but enemy. what if
0: the medication got people addicted and it's going to kill them if you take them off it but it's not the right that's medicine you got to figure said. out a way to get them off without killing them
4: that's literally said even if there would be a withdrawal uh, withdrawal symptoms from it the point is you can't we can't just stay we 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 can't
0: reinvade
2: I mean, the problem have gone in.
0: It the, the, was just. It's a bunch of backseat. The quarterback, problem Monday morning quarterback. Sure, but it. I mean,
2: still, like, what were we supposed to? What would we be doing there right now, other than like getting shot at, <laughs> drone bombing you know?
0: uh, this ex- are roads? To aren't protection.
2: we doing Listen, that? Listen, this is it, exactly yeah, the problem. That's what we did. Joe do. Biden
4: botches the withdrawal, and now here you are saying we should have stayed in. Exactly. Well, we should evacuated why, people. That's why people, if yes. we going to evacuate people. That's why yes. Tucker Carlson said it seems like Biden did this on purpose, right. and he's not the only one who what? said it.
2: Just to make it look i missed that clip was that like to make it well many people like have brought we this up. shouldn't have brought we shouldn't have left no, at all was it like
4: to by botching this withdrawal it would force the u.s to reinvade and now even trump himself is saying i would send in more troops yeah yeah yeah. we, yeah, here we did we go. send
2: in like six thousand yep. more troops
4: we did and so the, the concern leaving the concern is the stupidity or the malice, whichever one it is you want to believe it was, because abandoning a, a two-runway Air Force base yeah. and then sh- sh- shuttling everybody to the civilian airport in the middle of a densely populated city is yeah, the stupidest thing I've ever heard.
0: Asking permission from the enemy mm-hmm. to allow us to retreat. Like, come yep. on. I get it. You do that in war sometimes. You know? Did, and now I, there are it, Americans it, yeah.
4: still there because not having nothing to do with the timeline. The timeline is irrelevant. Biden's promises are meaningless. The point is... The administration is so absolutely vile and pathetic, whether it was intentional or not. They screwed up everything. And maybe they want this as justification. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember who was on the show last time they said, maybe it was to punish us. Mm. That you see what happens when you want to withdraw. This is what happens and you get to watch. Yeah, well, you it's your fault. I don't care. Screw all of these people who started all of it and want to do everything in their power to make sure this stuff keeps happening. If we didn't go in there in the first place... Listen, Cassandra Fairbanks said it best when she was on the show talking about China. There are many countries on this planet that are engaging in atrocities, and we don't report it in the news. We don't talk about it. We don't go there. We don't invade. We don't colonize. But some for some reason, some allies. of these countries. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What, like, what, what do the Taliban say? They said, well, how come the US is okay with Saudi Arabia? Mm. That's
2: a really good question.
4: Yeah. So I'm sick of all of this. I'm, I'm sick of their excuses for how, how they break things and then say, oh, no, oh, but if only. No, no not, not if only. You guys broke it on purpose. I don't mean the, the, the withdrawal. I mean the country itself. They wanted a nation build. It was an intentional action to go into the country, start nation building, and the whole thing broke because of it.
2: I think Obama's interest was in nation building because he ran on a platform in his first campaign. He said, I'm going to send more people into Afghanistan. We're going to keep doing this. Uh, and I remember talking to friends at the time being like, he's going to keep this war going. You guys marched with me against this war when George Bush invaded. It's Obama we, now. you know, went into the streets and we were like, don't do this. And now you're voting for Obama, who is definitely yeah. planning to keep this war going. My and fav- that's, of course, what happened.
4: My favorite was uh, uh, people I knew who voted for Obama twice, who then were like, we have to vote for Biden. I'm like, dude, you were at Occupy Wall Street protesting right. Biden. Like, Biden and Obama, you were yeah. mad at them!
2: <laughs> now you're like,
4: Biden's our only hope! Wow, they've sure ter- turned you around. They really,
2: they really sold us on this guy. They really sold the country on this guy. It mm. was a false bill of goods. They did such a terrible job. They, it's like, uh, and everyone just kept backing him. All of the news media for the most part was backing him. You know, you had like universities and institutions and all the organizations were saying we have to go with Biden all because they hated Trump. They did this to us because they hated Trump for their own reasons without being able to look at, you know, policies or whatever and say, ah, this is okay, This is not good. I hate his bluster. But this is, you know, this is what the situation is. It's a they created this cult of personality for Trump and then became everything they hated about him.
0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
3: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots. dot com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: It's it's really the and most amazing thing. And up a puppet. It's presidency like the the you know the joke is an alarming number of people who said punch a nazi are now saying
0: papers please yes. that punch a nazi thing was so disturbing 2017 yeah. is that when it got popular remember yeah.
2: remember punch oh it, remember uh, remember kill turfs please you remember don't. that one yeah there yeah, yeah, was yeah. a there was a kill turfs exhibit at the san francisco public library there was a uh there was a baseball fun- bats like there was, pink wow. and blue baseball bats to go yes. beat up women yeah, who think not, biological sex is innate <laughs> there
4: was a funny thing that happened on facebook where a bunch of feminists were saying kill all men and then Facebook started banning them. God. And they were shocked and outraged saying, but we're just making a political point. And Facebook was like, you can't advocate for genocide. Unless. And they were like, but, and like, no buts, you yeah. can't advocate <laughs> for genocide. But you <laughs> can't ever tics. say,
0: f- advocate for punching people of a political persuasion in the face. Like, that's so crazy. That should be yeah, banned. Twitter allowed. To, you know, Twitter allowed. It. That stuff gets punch, banned punch off punch my, When I was working in mines, that stuff was not allowed. That was a call to violence. Yeah. It wasn't, it, the thing is, it's not an imminent call to violence. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not like punch a Nazi at 2pm tomorrow. That then becomes illegal. Right. But when you just say hurt a person, you know, and you're kind of vague about it, there's no imminent threat. No, the problem is, so it's not illegal. It's, it's not
4: it, I, I, there was, at, at the time. It was the word Nazi. Now it's like far right. Everybody's yeah. far right. Next it'll or be fascists, what? My, you my know? know, there's no definition of what these things mean. We right. try to That's understand what it is, but I just love when they like like i love when they smear ian trying to make you seem right wing and everyone who watches the show is like it's so confusing <laughs> like even to me dude not true. <laughs> I mean,
0: some sort of tidal wave hurricane it's like you're 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 a, a
4: long haired hippie guy talking about psilocybin it, it, and dmt and all this like, stuff
0: transcends political parties that's part of why i'm here and why i enjoy it so much you know we're people first right. with like needs and wants and then the politics we've just made up all that stuff didn't used to exist as humans we we've created it it's but fun. i, I if I you. love
4: talking to people who are, you know, trying to navigate the space, maybe new to it. And they're like, you know, are you left or right? And they'll say something like, oh, I don't know. You know, I think I'd be on the left or like probably middle of the road. And then I say something like, uh, what, what did I say? Um, I can't remember. There's so many wedge issues in the culture war, but. Something like, do you think there should be no medical exemptions for vaccine mandates? And they're like, oh, well, no, I don't think. OK, you're an anti-vaxxer and you're far right.
5: Uh, right. No joke. There like you If you
4: went outside and you were standing in front of a hospital and someone said, do you oppose mandatory vaccination with no medical exemption? You said, wow, that sounds really bad. Aha, you're far right. The media would call you far right.
2: The, you know, that's been happening all over my Facebook. So I'll, I'll post things. I think it was the the last thing I posted on Facebook was probably uh, Tyrant de Blasio's um, vaccine mandate. Situation thing, and I was like, "This is tyrannical and fascistic," and I got so ganged up on for yeah. that. And people are saying, "You know, you give up privacy all the time, or you know, you've given away this many of your rights already. So what's a few more?" Whoa, and it's that's like, an, that's oh, that's a
4: good reason to do <laughs> it. You, you, you're losing, so just that's lose. Great.
2: <laughs> just, <laughs> just give it up altogether. You know, you've already cut off your right arm, so just cut off your left.
4: That's that's it's, it's, it's the word just. Mm-hmm. It's, just it's 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 just the mask. Calm down. Justice. It's right. Just fifteen days. Calm down. It's like three it's Just until (laughs) we can make sure we slow we slow this down. It's not
2: a big deal. Why are you speaking back against authority? And this is from. Here's the thing about. Here's the thing about the people I'm talking about here. Okay, these are these are people that I have known. They're all art. These are artists. These are actors. They're writers. They're directors. They're theater people. They're painters. And they're telling me that my concern about having to show my paperwork just to order a, a. a drink at a bar that makes me a bad person that I would dare question the authority. These are people who have for their entire lives until now said things like, question authority you yeah. know um and then obama comes along first of all that was the first clue that all of these people are willing to turn tail right obama comes along and everyone suddenly trusts the federal government yeah. why would you ever trust the federal government for anything
0: the, i my i also was in the theater i found a lot of people in the theater this is a gross exaggeration it may it does definitely isn't going to be for everybody in the theater but i think a lot of them are followers that want to be accepted that are kind of weirdos that love being part of a group mm-hmm. and that need to feel like they're not weird. And so now we're seeing that sociologically because a lot of people I know in the theater are weird, like, huddling with the mask and, like, let the government control everyone.
4: That wanna, is what's
2: going on. They they're hiding out. Yeah.
0: They,
4: they, they, they get into jobs like this because their goal is to be famous. Yeah. That's they not want how art
2: used to be. That's Mostly, how, not real. That's not how real art used to be. You, like, when I got involved in art, I I was an artist and so I had to be involved in making art and it had nothing to do with being famous or anything like that. You know, it's it's nice to have accolades. It's nice to have people recognize your work and say that they enjoy it. But making art has nothing to do with being accepted by masses of people or being propelled into some sort of stardom. That's the complete bastardization of it you make art because you need to tell stories because you need to communicate uh part of the the river of human consciousness you need to explore that you need to communicate that to people that that's what art is i mean you know does is art an object or is art the experience of participating in art which one is it is it both these are the questions that artists used to ask this is these are the questions that we used to talk about late at night and try and figure out what kind of work we wanted to make and now you see what's going on in the art world and it's all about propelling your own personal self forward and hoping you get some sort of you know i don't know oscar or whatever the things are it doesn't make any sense and it's not art it's just another industry
4: i noticed uh something really interesting a great change happened that makes me kind of happy Several years ago, back when I was working for like Vice Infusion, I would get emails all the time from people who are like, I want to do what you do. You're so lucky. I want to travel the world, report, make documentaries. It sounds so amazing. And I'd be like, well, go and do it. Go do the thing. But they would always be like, oh, it's too hard. I don't have enough money. It's, it's impossible. If only I had your job. And I said, I just bought a bus ticket for 20 bucks and went to New York with a cell phone. Granted, right. I had a cell phone, but you can do it, right? Well, there were a few people that I said, Okay. How about this? How about you come? I'll introduce you to a bunch of people. We'll get you a bunch of advice. We'll send you off in the right direction. And they're like, "Wow, really? Like, yeah, come hang out. By all means, we want to support people who want to do this stuff." And you know what? It would happen every single time. Within a week, they'd be like, "I don't want to do this." No, no, no. Hold on. What do you mean you don't want to do this? Ah. They saw how the sausage got made. Yeah, You mean you have to actually get on a plane for 12 hours? It's uncomfortable. Your back hurts. Then you land. You're groggy-eyed. You go through security. They they question you, what you're doing. They could turn you around. you got to go to the press building. Then you're in a country where they have no muzzle control, and the Egyptians were pointing guns at people's heads. And they're like, that doesn't sound fun. That's scary. And I'm like, so what did you want to do exactly? Well, I wanted to be on TV.
2: That's the same thing that used to happen with art. So I was making theater you know, for no money. I was like, you know, paying stuff out with my own day job or whatever, which was fine. I am honored and privileged to do it. Uh, but people seem to think that the thing you're doing is something else, right? So it's like you show up, you work, 12 15 hours a day to do the thing to make the artwork to make that one crystallized perfect moment that you can share with the audience and then everybody loves it and then everyone wants to yeah because that's what happens and people are like i want to do that i want to make that kind of artwork but they don't actually want to make it they just want to be part of that final experience and it's not the same thing like it's when you're really when you're doing successful work you don't realize that you're successful you're just doing the thing that you do every day
4: well here's what the change was so i saw i saw those people who are just like oh i want to be on tv i want to be famous and then something started to started to change around the trump era when trump came out and i saw the media lying and i'd be like they're lying about that and they're lying about that and i don't like hillary or trump so whatever all of a sudden a lot of these emails started to stop and today as much as we get tons of job offers there's something very different in the, in the requests, in the, I wanna do what you do. It's very, very different. It's, the emails I get now are like, I'd love to help in any way. I'm good at doing these things. Is that something that you need? It used to be, I wanna do what you do. And you know what I, you know what I, you know what I realized? The people who would say things like, I wanna do what you do, what they were really saying was, I want to be socially accepted and famous. <laughs> and now that you are effectively an apostate of the liberal order by coming right. out and being like, Orange Man, not that bad, Just saying something like that, they're like, oh, well, that won't make me famous. I don't want to do that. And I'm like, it's such a relief now. Because now I don't get the emails from people who are like, all I care about is notoriety. Now the people are like, I just care about doing something good. Right. Way better.
2: Which is much more important than notoriety. And it also gives you a life instead of just a couple of moments.
4: The the, the left has become overwhelmingly narcissistic, paranoid, delusional, and and not every single leftist. There are some dirtbag leftists who are anti-woke and just believe in, like, leftist economic policy, and that's fine. But the overarching popular leftists on YouTube are, like, the most duplicitous pro-establishment shills. Plus, then you have the Uniparty, which is, you know, the neocons and the Lincoln Project along with the Democrats. It's all the same thing. It It is a hive of scum and villainy and narcissists.
2: That's because they became the thing they hated. They said Trump is all of these things. Or we they were just to, projecting the whole time. Right, and we have to beat him no matter what, no matter if we break all our own rules. So they became the horrible thing that they thought he was. I don't think they have rules. When like listen. No, no, they don't have rules because there's not a value system. There's no undercurrent of ethos, right? It's just shifting sands.
4: When I see someone who can say something within the same like hour, like there's a really funny tweet where they're like, F the police, F the police Ashley Babbitt's shooter was justified. This officer... Yes.
2: That's a what? shocking thing to watch <laughs> that, right? So I was i was looking today, CNN reported about how Pelosi's special committee on January 6th, right, because that's what we're doing now. She reported about how they are now trying to get telecommunications companies to fork oh, yeah. over uh, phone records for like hundreds of people, including a bunch of... Um,
4: members of Congress. Members of Congress, yeah, yeah
2: like mostly GOP... Legislators like Matt Goetz and uh, Lauren Boebert and Jim Jordan and Jim Banks, the people that she cut from the committee in the first place after McCarthy appointed them. And CNN reported, uh, the, the committee's investigation into the deadly riot of January 6th. They keep saying this deadly riot thing over and over, and they refuse to ever just print where a police officer shot an unarmed woman to death with no warning or provocation.
4: This is, this, this is one of the darkest stories, I've got I to tell you, to be completely honest, from CNN. January 6th, committee to ask telecommunications companies to mm-hmm. preserve phone records of members of Congress who participated in Stop the Steal Rally. They're doing it in increments. Yes, they—they're preserving the records because they don't want to come out right they now did a and seize last the records. Week. Did you see that? A blacklist.
2: They did a—they did a roundup. They demanded all of the correspondence between. Oh, that's not a blacklist. Oh, okay. that's, a that's, number of conservative. It was like right. conservative journalists and influencers. And uh, a bunch of people in the Trump administration and associates. There, that's right. Yeah, this is
4: the next level. So they're they're doing it one step at a time. First, it's you know we want this information from the government on these individuals, the Trump administration, and all the activists who helped it, and their communications from that, around election. Yeah, that time. they
2: pulled from. They're trying to pull now, that from the archives. They
4: want phone records <laughs> preserved, which means eh, give it a week and they'll say, okay, now we want those phone records. That's correct. Mm-hmm. So this is.
2: And they're throwing. Um, We talk
4: about the collapse of Afghanistan, but this is the, uh, this is the collapse of the U.S. No, no joke. It's
2: horrifying to watch this unfold. And what we're seeing is that they don't actually have any evidence of the thing that they believe happened. Right.
4: There's no one charged with insurrection. That's
2: exactly right. There's very few people charged with assault. There were like very few people charged with, uh, previous conspiracy. Right. And the previous conspiracy people were like known members of, uh, you know, radical organizations.
4: I mean, it's like they said. The FBI report said there's no, there was no coordination or central planning. Scant evidence. Yes, yeah, scant, scant evidence. evidence yeah. They said there was some evidence to indicate people planned on breaking into the building, but no actual plan for what that would entail. That's right. So people smack talking on the internet, I guess. That's
2: basically it. And, and mostly they were doing it on Facebook.
4: And fr- yeah, even though right. they
2: pulled Parler down to and punish f- Parler for Facebook's sins.
4: And from this. We are now getting the Democratic Party going after their rivals, mm-hmm. their political opponents. And Everything exactly they accuse Trump of doing, they are doing right doing now to themself. the umpteenth degree.
2: That's correct.
4: So this is the end. I can't. I can't see how uh, a country. Can lose in Afghanistan, considering mm-hmm. the past examples of the collapses of countries after falling out, f- failing in Afghanistan. Okay, maybe that's unfair, but man, was that bad. It, it could and shatter the, this?
0: the empire. Yeah, for sure. Like the Soviet Union cracked, but that's Russia right. remains. So, I like, mean, even,
2: well, sure. the, even a search warrant, you need to have probable cause and say what you're looking for. And this committee, they're not even saying what they're looking for because they don't actually have any idea how they're going to prove. That January six was a white supremacist conspiracy to overthrow the government. They
4: don't care about that. They want phone records because those phone records will then leak.
2: Whoops. Yes, they want all of it because they don't know what they're looking I for. I mean, we're,
0: we're at the age of just don't use a phone. Don't use <laughs> don't use unencrypted communication.
2: Right. Stop. Yeah, that
4: that, that funny story we always... Uh, peop, people know it better than I do, but that story about the war game they did where, like, the older guy oh, went yeah. up against the younger guys and the older guy won because he sent communications by a motorcycle with a written note <laughs> and they were trying to do digital and they couldn't track it or something like that. It's a funny story. Yeah, but... um um, you can't not use a phone, you know what I mean? You, but you can use things like Signal. You can use Telegram and Signal, yeah. Telegram and Signal. You, yeah. can, you can set up custom operating systems. You can learn how to flash, you know, different operating system on your phone. It's not the easiest thing in the world, but it's not particularly difficult. But I think the bigger issue here is it's not about it's not about looking for evidence. What they're doing is they're saying, for one, if you oppose us, we will dig through all your records. We know those records will leak to the press, whether it's social media or telecommunications. And more importantly, they're looking for strategy. Well, once they, they wanted have information it. on all of these people from April 2020 to January 2020.
2: Right. Once they have the, uh, once they have that information, could people just put in FOIA requests for it?
4: I don't. Well, so the issue with the first request on social media was that they want government communications things right. that already exist. Right. So entirely possible that now that the they've made national the national archive stuff. Now that they've made right. the announcement that these things potentially exist. I'm sure Buzzfeed already went to town and subpoenaing every single one right. of these individuals. It's it's actually there's a funny thing that I did at Vice once we, we we wanted to do we never actually did we we were planning it was to do a FOIA request on ourselves and see what <laughs> comes up and then whoever gets the biggest stack is the winner. Nice, That's you know, actually going kind of to fun. North Korea, Venezuela, you'd wonder yeah. who has the bigger you know FBI file or whatever. So, uh, but you can easily do this. You can now FOIA request saying, like, oh, the Democrats uh, requested this. I would like public information, you know, these documents to be released to the public on all of Mm -hmm. these individuals and what they were saying. And it's going to leak regardless of FOIA. Well,
2: the National Archives, I don't think, have turned over the information yet. I think they have till like, September 9th. It'll happen. You think so? It's the second request. The uh, committee asked for it, I think, back in March or something. Yes.
4: So so, some of it's uh, a lot of the request is new. Some of it didn't get turned over, Mm -hmm. but I think it will.
2: Interesting.
0: Oh, I mean, There's we'll resistance see. before.
1: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere. Playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: No, I think they just didn't do it. I don't know. I mean, the National Archives, they're probably sitting there like, really? We got to do something? Why? It's
0: so a lot of work. The CIA that's a lot of work. The CIA can look at anybody's info at any time without a request. They can do like a kangaroo court and get a, fo- a FOIA or whatever that... FISA? Yeah, FISA. 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 Um, but Congress has to get... Uh, permission, is this is what we're learning, right?
4: Mm,
0: but
2: they, they have subpoena power. Yeah, I mean, this committee has that power.
0: They could just subpoena, but I think they're
4: slow rolling it. That's why they're saying preserve records. Yeah, that's why they're not saying we demand all records immediately. They're slow rolling it so that people don't get shocked. They huh. want the frogs to boil, not jump out of the pot.
2: Right.
0: These
4: are these are these are truly
0: dark. I know days, it's annoying. Right. I thought that the government was going to help me.
2: Also the uh, <laughs> also the uh, the Durham uh, report. Up, I was always
0: like, thank oh. God I live in the U.S. Oh, really? I thought you meant like recently. I oh, was like, no. Oh. no way, dude. For like the last thirty
4: years, I was like, <laughs> sweet. Right. I was like, after everything you've said, like this I can't government's imagine. awesome.
2: Aren't we still waiting for the Durham report to come out? Also, Who? because I don't know. the. <laughs> 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 um, but I think it was due already to you're talk like, about this. You were like, for a second there, like, I is he like, being serious? <laughs> <laughs> I caught on. I caught on pretty quick. Yeah, that's not going to happen. After I was in a little car wreck today, you know, oh, man. a little. I
0: don't talky. think there's going to be a Durham report. You saw a uh, four-car pileup you were talking about. This oh, just yeah. Just a little aside. Yeah, it was,
2: be, it was behind me. That's crazy! We, like, you
0: barely avoided it. We oh, I was
4: barely like, avoided it. Like Fast and Furious, and you like <laughs> drifted, and the car flew over you. Yeah. You're know, like, you, you rose uh, up out uh, of the car. and your green lasers.
1: Down.
2: <laughs> no, there was this crazy truck driver. He didn't break in time. He smashed into a whole bunch of people, and the car behind me like smashed into smashed into us. And then I hit the gas, and we like got out of there.
0: Did you fear for your life at any time in that? Kinda yeah. That like but puts no, things no, in like, perspective. I'm a
2: new driver. I'm a new driver. I've only yeah. been driving for like less than a year now. Like we
0: talk so. politics, yeah, yeah, but like when your life is on the line, look at these people in Louisiana right now with this hurricane. We didn't even yeah, talk about this yet. How many people are stranded right now? Haven't
2: roofs even, coming off of hospitals? Dude,
0: I remember that that one. in was 2003 the the hurricane that George Bush the Katrina. Katrina Katrina? And they, yeah. they they mishandled that terribly. 1800
2: now people uh, died from in that.
4: People were on
0: the we roofs. Are, yeah. Now we're, we're truly entering the Panopticon.
4: Drone footage flying overhead, filming people looting buildings. And oh, stuff wow. Like that. In so, oh. Louisiana? So speaking of surveillance. Yeah. You know, yeah guys, what's,
0: what's it sees happening everything but itself. And I love the And them shutting down the, uh, yeah. the, the airspace over that wreckage earlier is probably because they don't want the Panopticon.
2: Right.
5: Yeah.
4: Yeah,
0: I think we're headed towards a future
4: where there's going to be drones over your backyard. You're going to be in your bathroom, and the government drone's going to like fly up to the window, and you're going to be like naked, ah. and it's going to be like, "Do it's not be not alarmed, be-
2: citizen." You, you we
4: are simply doing government. an ID check, and you're you, going to be like, "Okay." It's you not going to be to the them. government drone. It's, it's going to be Amazon, be Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Tesla. Well, maybe not Tesla or Apple. I, you know, like Tesla's, a big apple going
2: to have some kind of weird musk-type implosion situation. But it's definitely going to be Amazon saying, stay in your homes. We will bring you the things that you require. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. That that was a uh, – what 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 show was I watching? I think that was Electric Dreams, the, the one I was talking about a little bit, where it's like the, uh, the, the AI system wipes out humanity by just mass-producing products of want. Mm-hmm. And so right. then eventually humans are just strangled out from the dying environment – and they're like, the, the machines just drop boxes of random garbage. But I, I, I think, <laughs> I think what, what, what we'll likely see is, with moves like this over the, uh, you know, January 6th, they're going after politicians. Mm-hmm. They're going after prominent activists. This really does paint a picture of that future where Amazon is, like there's a uniparty. Like, we had a uniparty party for some time, but they'll lucratively merge with the likes of Amazon or whatever. Well,
2: that's already happening. I mean, when you see, <clears> you know, <throat> the administration was asked if they were going to do vaccine passports, and they said no, there will be no... Vaccine, federal vaccine credential, right? But then they supported states doing it. They supported cities doing it, and they have been encouraging businesses yep. to do it themselves. So you see that they're they're already teaming up. They're already creating this corporate federal infrastructure that is horrible like, horrifyingly like, difficult to like to CCP. get out of like it's, the CCP yeah it's uh, you know I think I think, think that's real I I mean this is something I think is definitely happening and it's happening <clears throat> with all of our acquiescence we like having little you know, pieces of garbage delivered to our homes
4: I just watched this really amazing classical movie it's called um it's called uh Fast and Furious. Oh yeah, super. Cool. Yeah. Oh, one of the classics. <laughs> one of the classics. And there's I have never I've never guy. seen this film. It's good. You, it's it's you got to see it. You know why? Because I was watching it, and the it. bad guy's name is Reyes. <laughs> no, hold on. Listen, okay. The bad guy's name is Reyes. Okay. And he's a Brazilian like crime lord, and he was in the beginning of the movie. This is really I, it's a profound moment. I was like, thinking about this. He was talking to these two guys, and he says, you know, I don't want to work with you. Your your methods are too violent. You know, when you get violent and you back someone into a corner, they have nothing left to lose, and they fight back. I give them something to lose, and then I own them. And mm. I was like,
2: "Wow, yeah,
4: that's 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 something big." Like, who? I, I didn't think to get I was going to get any kind of philosophy from <laughs> Fast, Fast and Furious, <laughs> <and laughs> but to say like, give the people something to lose, and then threaten to take it away, that's and it. you will own. That's them. why
0: the Americans don't want to fight. That's why people don't want to. Why I mean, why we're not, on I'm not Amazon speaking for everyone and here. And all of it. Yeah, yep. there's too much to lose. Mm-hmm. Like a, a nuclear war would. I mean, yeah, the people it's in, in a... Somalia would lose stuff, but we
2: would no, lose. No, 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 this. no, Look,
4: look at the people who trespass and are getting six months in prison. Huh. The most like, of them
2: were like bankrupt already. A lot of these people had nothing. And so, you know, I think right. Ashley Babbitt, for example, yeah, really... was like facing bankruptcy.
4: So these are people like Reyes said in Fast and Furious who had nothing left to lose. Mm. And so now they're saying th- 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 what they're doing to these people is a reminder. You still have something left to lose. We will lock you up and torture you in solitary confinement for eight months. And then you'll realize what you've got to lose. And people are going to see that. That's the message they're sending. Give the people
0: something to lose, and you will own them. It's messed up. Did you see what? Remember, you know Adam Kokesh. Did you see what they did to him back a couple of years ago? He went to DC and protested with a shotgun, an open carry, and they were like, "Well, that gives us, you know, um, what do they call it when they have probable cause? Yeah, probable cause to search your apartment." So they went to his house and they found mushrooms in his apartment. Threw him in prison for mushrooms. Just devastated him, and he came out a completely different person. Like he does not talk crap about the government anymore.
2: Yeah, terrifying because he
0: was a hardcore activist, ex-military. Really? They just look for it. They bring the hammer when they come. He doesn't do any anti-government stuff? I I shouldn't say any, but he's not the outspoken vocalist that he was in the early days, like screaming profanity-laced tirades about the military-industrial complex because of mushrooms.
2: We're going to have a medical. Did you see how uh, the government wants to expand the federal reach into uh, medical research?
4: No, that's awesome for what for mushrooms
2: Uh, for all of it. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. This is is part of uh, this is part of uh, Biden's infrastructure plan is it's like billions of dollars to create uh, more federal medical infrastructure. So I don't like it either. And the idea is that when we need vaccines, we would just have the government do it. We wouldn't have to, you know, engage American industry in doing these things in a competitive way.
4: I was talking to a friend. And, uh, they were saying something to me like, this is kind of a lefty person. They're like, I'm really scared about what's happening with these, these COVID numbers skyrocketing. And I was like, I get it, but I'm like, at what point do you just stop believing everything because of how much they've been wrong? You know what I mean? I'm not, mm-hmm. not, not, not to say don't believe the numbers or anything. I'm just like, at a certain point, don't you throw up your arms in futility? Like I've done everything they've said. Nothing's changed. We, we got vaccinated. We wore two masks. It's all the same. And, and, and they just keep blaming other people and the response was like but the government's really really scared and that freaks me out and so it's like i don't know i guess there are some people There's, there's two ways you can go when you come to the futility of like i just don't know anymore i'm i'm broken mentally on this one i've seen too much reversion like reversions and back and forth i'm just like you go do your thing i don't even know but then other people say i give up just tell me what to do, I don't want to think anymore.
2: I think that is the point. I think it's an intentional confusion. So once you you know, once we give up logic, we have nothing. And the regulations and the rules that are coming down to us don't make any cohesive sense. They're not based on anything. Right. And so if you look to, for example, absurdist literature from Eastern Europe during the Cold War, if you look at like Kafka or if you look at Vaclav Havel, right, who was a brilliant playwright who yeah ended up president of the Czech Republic randomly um, after the Velvet Revolution. But you can see in this literature uh, where these writers have discovered, um, or they rather elucidate the way that communism worked in those nations, where it's like they tell you one thing and then they do something else. Like if you look at uh, the trial, right? Did you read Kafka's trial? So I read this in high school um, and uh I had to convince them to let me read it, but whatever. So, this guy, uh, Kay, ends up on trial and he can never get any real information as to what he's on trial for, what it's about, who his solicitor is, uh, what the punishments are going to be. It's all just very confusing. And it's very much like in, um, Metamorphosis where he becomes the bug, right? So, the guy, beca- and this is probably easier to explain, but so he becomes, he wakes up one morning, he's a cockroach. He's horrified that he's a cockroach. He doesn't know what to do about it he goes all through how am i going to explain this what am i going to do i don't know as soon as he accepts the fact that he's a cockroach and nothing makes any sense and there's no way out of it that's the end that's sort of that's kind of the whole he's story He's like, i'm gonna go
4: eat some garbage
2: no he just kind of dies he like dies oh. under his bed i think well that's brutal well yeah but that's that's what this is If they confuse you enough, if they make you so confused that you stop questioning it because to question it itself is going to make you crazy, that's sort of the end goal because then you don't question, then you just do what you're told. You just show up where you're supposed to show up. You hand over what they tell you to hand over. Yep. And in return, you get to what? Like, have a drink on Smith Street in Brooklyn.
0: Watch The Simpsons. Yeah.
4: I mean, I, yeah.
2: Watch The Simpsons and, like, jerk off. I right? You get to do that, too.
0: I studied about the... Uh, they the
2: even gave everyone their OnlyFans back. Oh, okay. <laughs> <I saw that. laughs> They're like, we can't take that away. It's distracting people.
4: It's too much.
0: I took this... I tweeted this thing out. It's on my Twitter feed somewhere um, about the gamification of trust, sociological trust. And what's happening, according to this game theory study, is that... Not not that we've been overloaded with communication, and that there's too much of it. All this new information, you know, the, the the red pilling and the the war on terror and the the all that. But it's that the the amount of misinformation is causing people to distrust each other,
5: mm-hmm. and
0: then the cheaters, the ones that are willing to to game that and work with the distrust, are are proliferating as a result. And if there's too much misinformation, cheaters will overwhelm the system, and then you'll have a system of cheaters. If there's oh, not too yeah. much just uh distrust or misinformation then the the copy the people that are willing to kind of play the game are going to over override the cheaters there right? there
4: are some, some prominent leftist personalities who have always claimed to be anti-fascist, who are all of a sudden now making YouTube videos being like, why would anyone oppose government mandates on forced medical procedures? <laughs> and I'm like, it's so weird. You know, for me, I've always been so in favor I of so freedoms. I've always been opposed to the coalescing of corporate power that I find myself aligned with whoever at the time seems to oppose the coalescing of massive corporate and government power. So it used to be the left. Mm-hmm. And all now of a sudden, kind of they're true. all pro-corporate right. power, and now it's the right. That's and I, I say it all been, the time yeah. in a few years you know there'll be a shift backwards and the uh, you know it's people like like jack murphy a really great example of somebody who was a democrat now he's like democrat to deplorable and i don't think it's that he's a republican by party he's a republican by you know who's willing to support more of his ideals and i I feel that way so i have a feeling that a lot of people like us who are like maybe in the middle right now leaning to one side or the other will shift back and forth depending on which tribe wants to actually adopt freedom
2: and which, who's actually willing to back our natural rights? Uh, to what you were saying, Ian, um, you know, about this misinformation thing, people aren't able to think critically. So they're not able to differentiate between what's, you know, supposedly misinformation and what's actually true or anything like that. And in part, that's because we've completely destroyed our educational system. So we've, destroyed the canon. We've destroyed the literary canon. We've taken away Shakespeare and Homer and, you know, all of this other stuff that used to tell us kind of a timeline of this is a timeline of human thought about ideas. This is how you can, you know, track truth. This is how you can understand things. Uh, we've taken that all away. We've replaced it with stuff that we think is appropriate f- to think about now. And we've been left with a public that doesn't know how to think clearly because we haven't given them any examples as to how to do so.
4: I'd like to read a text message I received, allegedly, from the ACLU. Right. I have a series of text messages from a number from uh, – well, I'm not going to say the number, but it's a, an ACLU number, supposedly. They say, as schools start nationwide, Kimberly Crenshaw talks teaching the truth about race in America. Check out our podcast. Back to school merch that backs civil liberties. Why did the ACLU text me saying that Kimberly Cren- Crenshaw is gonna, right. you know, have a podcast about back to school stuff? She is, she like, listen.
2: She created intersectionalism.
4: Kimberly Crenshaw is as close as you can get to being a Nazi as you can in the modern era, in my opinion. When I see the stupid people walk, walking around with the symbols of the Nazi party or whatever, or like the bikers who do it because they're trying to be, you know, punk or edgy, edgy or yeah. anti-establishment, that's very different from someone who is overtly identitarian, mm-hmm. wanting government based on race, and is a proponent of fascistic uh, ideologies whether they assert them by, like verbatim or not. But the people who are like, I believe the government should have absolutely authority to do these things. And also I think the law should be based on race. Okay, yeah, that's as close as you can get to what the Nazis were doing. Mm-hmm. So when I see some of these prominent, you know, leftist YouTubers with over a million subs, and they're like,
0: you know, uh, these anti-vaxxers are saying that the vaccine mandates are
4: bad, and the government shouldn't be doing this, but people should just do what the government tells them. I'm like, so you support race-based ideology, identitarianism. So does the government. You support massive multinational pharmaceutical countries getting, getting guaranteed no-liability contracts— And you support the government forcing people to undergo medical procedures. (laughs) Yo, you're Nazis. Yes. You're as close as (laughs) you can get to it. You're at very, you're at the very least fascist. Yes. yes. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go straight for for violating Godwin's law right away. Because, (laughs) because it's, it's, it's the, look, when someone's like, you know, you just want people to live the way you want because you're a Nazi, it's like, well, well, hold on. I personally think people should take care of their own decisions and take care of themselves and their friends and their families so long as they're not hurting other people. It's the, it's, it's the dominant left Democrat faction that are basically saying pro-corporate power, Mm -hmm. guaranteed contracts for massive unaccountable pharmaceutical countries, and the government will mandate the Medicaid
0: pharmaceutical countries. Twice you said that, dude. Are you pro, are you prophesying something? (laughs) I know Uh we have uh theocracies. You
4: see, you see what's happening? Because they're merging in my mind like I'm, 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 I'm slipping. Listen, listen. uh, Massive uh, multinational corporations, Say, here is the product, and these, these, these left establishment people are going, yay, save us, Big Pharma. And then the government says, and you have to buy their product. And they go, yay, save us. And I love it. Cenk Uger of the Young Turk said, do you think if the if the right wingers came out and said seatbelts were tyranny that they would all stop wearing them? And I'm like, yo, libertarians do think <laughs> forcing people to wear seatbelts is tyranny. And you know what? I remember this back in Illinois when they passed the uh, uh, the law saying you have to wear a seatbelt, click it or ticket. And what I was told—I'm not saying it's true because I was a kid at the time—and it was just the scuttlebutt I heard from the adults was, yeah, the insurance companies were lobbying for seatbelt laws because it it made sure their profits stayed the same because you have to have insurance, Mm -hmm. but it meant their payouts would go down because people were less likely to get injured. And the politicians saw it as a safety issue, and the insurance companies saw it as a reducing their their uh you know their their expenses issue. So yes, it very very much was in this bloombergarian idea of the people are too stupid to live their own lives, so the nanny state has to tell them what they have to do. And now we have click it or ticket.
2: I hate the thing too where it's like uh people are like why don't you, you know, the vaccine is free, just get it. And it's like it, it's not it's so obviously not free. It's the not Pfizer free. one is like 19 25 a shot, the other ones are like 10 bucks or something like that. It's like my yeah, kid ended, is going to be paying for all of this stuff. They,
4: they were doing free vaccines for a while, but I think that ended, didn't it?
2: No, I'm pretty sure it's still stuff? free. I think oh. so. I, you could get it free at the Rite Aid.
4: Oh, I thought you were saying it wasn't free. No, it is free, but yeah. it's not free. I mean, it's
2: not actually free. There's the government free. is paying for it.
0: Oh, yeah. right, right,
4: oh so right,
2: right, right,
0: Our taxes are paying so for it. So we're yeah. paying
2: for it. And the administration is like sending out $250 a, m- a month to families who have kids for like every kid.
0: See, this is is weird.
2: But But the thing, too, is like this booster shot thing. Right. So now booster shots every five months. Yeah. So we're just going to keep paying for that forever. It's like they finally figured out a way to turn us all into lifelong medical patients. They've been trying to do that for a while now. And here it is. And so at a certain point, your vaccine passport is useless anyway, unless you re up your your dose.
4: Here we go from Insider Business Insider. Fauci says U.S. still planning for COVID-19 booster after eight months. Biden said shots could be administered after five.
2: I know some people who already got theirs, and it hasn't been eight months. Wow. Mm-hmm.
5: There,
4: was a, there was a tweet I saw where they were like, uh, well, now all the data's screwed up because <laughs> we had like the, the regimen, you know, two shots, and then we'll track what happens, and now people are getting more. And look, I, I say it. I say it all the time. When, when there was a, there's a report we also have. Let me see if I can pull this up. This is from uh, TimCast.com. Switzerland warns of potential terror attacks on vaccination sites. The Swiss Federal Intelligence Service voiced its concern with the national newspaper of the weekend. That is horrifying. Mm. If people go to their trusted medical professional, do some research or whatever, make a decision for themselves, and that means they want to go get the vaccine, mm-hmm. they should be allowed to do it. Nobody should be stopping people from getting medicated, whatever that medication might be. Because there are a lot of people who are like, you know, that particular antibiotic is bad for this reason. It's like, dude, mind your own business. And so when it comes to Fauci and, and, and Biden... Another discussion around five months, mm-hmm. they'll get a booster. The problem is not, in my opinion, the vaccine. The problem is the authoritarianism.
2: That that is the problem with it. Yeah, you see. I it? mean, I I was vaccinated. Like the problem is telling everybody what to do and making making. Listen, Which I was is talking just not to. Okay, I mean, it, we get to have decisions. To I, make I for was ourselves. talking
4: to a lefty friend of mine, and I said, "You are supporting." A massive guaranteed no liability contract for big pharma. It's the opposite of universal healthcare. Mm, yeah. And if this goes through, you will never see universal healthcare.
2: The other, no, that's interesting. The other thing too is there have been, you know, anytime anyone tries to make a report about some concern with the vaccine, um, that gets squashed by social media instantly. Oh, that's right. So there's no way to have a public conversation, uh, because everyone's already, everyone's opinions have already been bought and sold. Yep. So you're not allowed to.
0: The rules. For instance, here, Putin says no to mandate, uh, vaccine mandates. Is this, have you guys confirmed this at all? Cause yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I saw you. I, 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 I saw the reporting. Who's reporting on it? Cause I can't find any large organization reporting on this. I've got weloveTrump.com, coronanews123.wordpress. Like who, but okay. Talk about authoritarianism or the lack thereof when the Russian premier is decided president, is that what he's called? They're not going to do mandates if that's real. I think this all comes down, it hinges on do you well, think. Well,
2: then they'd have to give it away anyway, so maybe that's part of it. What do you mean? Well, they don't, they don't, uh, probably they don't want to pay for all those vaccines for their entire population. Maybe. That's I don't know. That's a good know. point, Yeah, yeah
0: another, another reason. But it, it just, this entire thing hinges whether or not these people are Nazis, whether blah, is like. What's the threat level of COVID? This, is, this story
4: is actually pretty old. Uh, I've got something from... This is funny. It didn't come up on Google, but it came up on DuckDuckGo. Huh. Putin says Russia won't make COVID vaccines compulsory, but skepticism remains a problem. It's from May 27th. Interesting. Uh, I Google searched and I couldn't find anything. Yeah. This is from a day. And then yeah. I went
0: on DuckDuckGo and it popped right up. Okay, maybe it's maybe it's just <gasps> a resurged uh, article. I know he got the vaccine. Or maybe he said something recently.
4: Yeah. It, yeah. It, isn't it crazy? I saw a, a comment where somebody, I think it was on Reddit, where they were talking about how, uh, you know, emigrating to the United States and wondering if now they actually want to go back, you know, mm. to, to, to Russia.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting.
4: Yeah, because of what's happening in the United States is, 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 it's absolutely insane. Dude, I mean, look, it look, look. It's absolutely insane. I hear the, I hear, I hear these stories from friends so where they're to like, watch this. they're like, oh, my friend texted me, you know, about like being friends with you or, you know, or, or like, Someone will say something like, oh, I got a, I got a text from a friend where they were like, I can't believe you would be friends with this person or that person. I can't believe you would watch this show or that show. You know, oh, you watch Alex Jones? Like, how could you watch or listen to Dave Rubin? He's far right. You know it's Tim Pool. And crazy. I'm like, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of being a kid and having people being like, I can't believe you turned away from the church. I can't believe it. What's, <laughs> yep. what's, what's happened right. to you? And it's like this 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 level of dogmatic faith. And this emotional manipulation of messaging someone and and, and saying these things, I'm like, yo, these people are in a cult.
2: Well, it's apostasy, right? Because you've committed apostasy. That's what it is.
4: Here's the important thing. When someone would join a cult back in the day, you could take them away from the cult and deprogram them. But you had to get them away from the cult. Mm -hmm. You can't do it anymore. It's it's, it's their phone. It's everywhere. It's linked into their minds.
2: Well, and now they're fed back that same algorithm. So, there's, yep. it's very hard to break away from that. You have to go to DuckDuckGo. Yes. Apparently, <laughs> even
0: then, when I searched Putin vaccine on DuckDuckGo, I got Putin gets coronavirus vaccine from March. Well, you know? gotta
4: search for the title, like
0: Putin says no vaccine yeah, mandate. Yeah. You're, no, I mean, yeah, you're right. I, I'm not an expert with searches. Um,
4: search for the words. Search for and them. And we'll find that. Give me the words, Tim. I just searched for uh, uh, on DuckDuckGo, Putin vaccine mandate. And then a bunch of stories popped up Putin says no compulsory vaccines. Yeah, rock. I mean, to be fair, Biden said no compulsory vaccines. Oh, but it's from it, it, RT, okay. Well, but he lied. Well, I got CNBC right here. Cool. Well, he, he, the government isn't, uh, like, the federal government isn't doing it. Bill de Blasio is doing it at the city level. Yeah, but- And the, all these other cities, like San every, Jose is doing it.
2: Yeah, and New Orleans and San Francisco, and they're all doing this with the full backing of the federal government. Biden goes out there and says that he wants everybody to do this. He encourages- right. Big companies to I think it was just recently let like the other day when uh, when the FDA approved the vaccine was it like a week ago. Yeah. And he encouraged big companies to require all their employees to get vaccinated.
4: This is another really weird thing that I've, I've talked about before, but people keep emailing me claiming that the vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine isn't FDA approved. And they're using, like, it's the weirdest thing, a twisted semantic argument that is not true. Oh, is this
2: that's the, like, other drug that has a different name?
4: Comirnaty. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Which is literally the exact same vaccine yeah. as per the FDA letter. And so when Bannon was here, he mentioned this. And I was like, uh, I don't think that's true. And I Googled it. And I'm like, it says right here it is the vaccine that is approved. Right. And then I, I got a bunch of emails like, Bannon is right, Tim. Take a look at this. And there are a bunch of articles like you know Patriot National dot sure. you know info or whatever, and it, it says something like, "Take a look at this letter." And so I read the FDA letter and it literally says the formulation is identical and interchangeable. But one is the marketing brand either can be used because they're the same thing. What, yeah. what
0: he was saying, I thought, was that Pfizer has a bunch of different vaccines that it's working on. And only one of them has been FDA approved. That's the community one. So when people say the Pfizer vaccine is FDA approved, they're they're not being accurate because there's it's one of the Pfizer vaccines. That's there's
4: one COVID-19 Pfizer vaccine. It is being marketed as community. They are the same exact vaccine under just different names. The FDA letter says it is commonly known as the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, which will now be marketed as community. They are interchangeable and and an identical formulation. Hmm. And so for some reason, people are claiming... You know, they're actually two different ones. I'm like, what do you... Yeah, is Pfizer
0: working on other COVID vaccines? I don't know. But I I thought that's what Steve was saying. No,
4: so people keep emailing me this thinking that there's some like underhanded scheme to like trick people into thinking that community is available, but it's not really. That way they're not liable. And it's like, no, 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 just like, did you read it? Mm -hmm. And so I just take a, a quote from the letter and it says like, these are identical, interchangeable, and the same exact formulation. And I email it back. I'm like, I don't know why you thought that was true. Did you read the letter?
5: Right. But
4: people, I think... I think it's because when a lot of people said, oh, you know, I'm not going to get it until it's FDA approved. Right. And that was their, like, rationale. And then once it got approved, they needed to maintain a rationale.
2: Well, then that was Biden's whole speech last week. was like, all you people who were waiting for it, now it is.
4: I think just assert your... So everyone
2: just get it. <laughs> if you if you
4: really are, like, you know, it just, just say it. Just publicly state how you feel about it and don't rely on semantic arguments.
2: Right. And know? maybe if you don't want to get the vaccine or any medical treatment, then that's kind of up to you. When it It's com- up
0: to you and I am not going to give people medical advice. Nope. When it comes to like mandating it and whether those people are Nazis that want the government to mandate this is like how dangerous is COVID? That's what we have to ask because when when people got polio and were getting paralyzed, they didn't, say it was authoritarian nazism to mandate a vaccine yeah, they, they just did it well maybe they did, did i wasn't around my dad got <laughs> it were, you know he yeah, took it on I the mean, arm
2: there were a lot of people who didn't want to get it and also mm-hmm. the uh, federal government at the time put out a few different statements saying you know as people get this vaccine people are going to die it doesn't necessarily mean that it's from the vaccine people die anyway and sometimes these things are going to be um you know coincidental the
4: the cdc says it very very bluntly they've said it to me in a statement as i interviewed people i I actually interviewed one of the highest guys at the cdc in like his full military uniform uh, a few years ago and they said we know there are side effects and adverse effects we know that some people face problems but it percentage wise it is substantially better that people get vaccinated than not even with the side effects. Basically, they're saying the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the risk from the vaccine is substantially lower than the risk from not getting it for society as a whole. So my thing is like I'm very much for the individual. I think you have to find someone you trust when it comes to uh, medicine, a medical professional and come to a personal decision that that I'm not going to make for you. That's I don't want to get to
2: That's even what you were saying, talking to that CDC official a few years ago, um, that's even different than the messaging we're getting now, right? No,
4: I don't think so. I think it's on their website. The CDC literally it's has on, a, Okay. Yeah.
2: But from the mainstream media, from social media, from like the way that that message is interpreted, um, that sounds very reasonable, right? The way that that message is interpreted is almost as though to say the American public is too stupid to figure out what Bloomberg to do
4: literally said that
2: yeah and so you know the way it's interpreted is that people are not trusted to make their own decisions that's the problem right if that was what we hear all the time and people were like oh that's interesting i'm going to make my own decision i'm going to think about it but people are told not to think about it to just do what this, they're this told is, and that's that's the issue this that is, why, is the problem this is why
4: i think we're all it's all collapsing First, we got the failure of Afghanistan, the absolute chaos of the Biden administration. Donald Trump was Mm anti-elected. So people voted not for Biden. They voted against Against Trump. Trump. But it's like to the most extreme degree I've ever seen in my life. You have economic crisis, labor shortages, and you have no national unity. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean just like obviously there's a culture war. I mean quite literally a crisis happens. There's 15 days to slow the spread and then instantly – every single grifter of grifters comes out to make money the pharmaceutical companies want no bid guaranteed no liability contracts the government just says fine then then all of these local jurisdictions are like i don't care i don't want to be held responsible so whatever that guy says you do
5: Mm -hmm.
4: all that's happening is people are saying i want nothing to do with you i want stuff for me like i said what we're seeing is the elite's knowing that we hit an iceberg and they're stealing all the silverware and running to the the safety boats before anyone realizes what's happening.
2: This was interesting, too, the other day. uh, So we have a mayoral election going on in New York City. Uh, de Blasio is going to be out, which is great. Eric Adams is the uh, he won the Democratic primary in June. He was the Brooklyn borough president. Um, He's relatively popular. He was not the far left candidate. So people were displeased that he won that primary. But anyway, he's running against uh, Curtis Slewa who was recently doing a, um, like, you know, doing a campaign event <clears throat> that was interrupted by a homeless guy uh, who was started, like, yelling about stuff. And Slewa went over to him. He wasn't miked. You know, he just went over and started talking to the guy and being like, oh, you know, talking to him like a human being, which obviously he is. Uh, what's your situation? You know, have you been... Are you supposed to be taking medication? Have you been hospitalized? And the guy breaks down and says, you know, I don't want to be a burden to anybody. I don't, you know, I don't want to, to do this to everybody. And Slee was like, no, you're you're not. Like, you're our responsibility.
4: And then he asks him, do you want to stand here with us?
2: Do you want to stand here with us? Yeah. Right. Now, the current administration, de Blasio, de Blasio's wife, Shirlane McRae, tweets out, like... If you see homeless people, call the homelessness outreach line. You had uh, Bloomberg saying, you know, previously saying, uh, if you see homeless people in need of help, you know, don't help them yourself call somebody and call the homelessness outreach to go help them. And I think this is part of it too. We don't take any responsibility for our neighbors. We don't take any care for the people around us. We assume that there's always somebody else who's supposed to do that thing and that maybe we should let them know, hey, there's someone bleeding to death over here. I'm going to be late for coffee, you know, so I can't do it. You deal with it. Uh, And we see that all over the place in our culture where we are supposed to put our trust in the government. We saw this with Obama, and I think in a lot of ways this goes back to Obama. Like Obama had this whole um, it, like uh, video for Obamacare, right? That was this woman, and I think her name was Julie in the advertising, and she was uh, she was just all by herself, and at every turn the government was there to help her. Right down to at a certain point she had a child, and the government was there to help her. She had a child. There was still nobody else in the picture at that point. There was still just her and the child. There was no one else that she could There was no father, right, is my that's point. bad marketing. It was weird marketing at the time. And I remember looking at it being like, I don't want to have a baby with the government. You know, <laughs> that's not, <laughs> I'm not up for that. That's weird and creepy. And that's where we have landed. I was recently, uh, again, like Facebook with people that I've known for a long time or whatever. And there was a woman who was saying that, uh, someone in California had um come up with a lot of money for homelessness housing. And she found this infuriating because this was a private guy. And she was like, you know, why why do we need this private guy to come up with homelessness housing? Uh, it's not his responsibility. The government should be doing this. And I was like, no, this guy should be doing it. If he thinks that this is his responsibility to take care of people, then he should be doing it. Obviously, we can't just have a government and say – Everybody just rely on the government and the government will come and interfere in every aspect of our lives. We should want to take responsibility for each other. We should want to care about our neighbors and be cared about. Why do we not want that? There was an it's old woman who died next door to me. I had only met her two times and I felt so, uh, stupid that I had, you know, barely ever interacted with her. And then her son shows up to clear out her apartment and he's like, do you want see, You knew my mother And I was like Dude I've I met your mother twice Like Please don't Give me her valuable things I don't You know <laughs> Yeah I'll give a shout I out I am garbage Who lives next door to her Like I'll give I never You know Shout interacted.
4: out to uh, Luke's Luke's video we mentioned before It's called I think it's called Like just keep going You've got nothing to lose mm. Luke Rikowski From We Are Change And it's this old video you made back Like 10 years ago Where he's like You know I, I take the train Every day in New York And there's millions of people But I noticed They never talk to each other so one day I decided to just start talking to these people and then he films and asks them questions that you know get kind of weird like do you trust the government? But I think it's funny and it makes a good, you know, emotional point anyway that like people in New York City, they live around each other. they don't they're not neighbors. No, they, they, neighbor is the wrong word.
2: That is exactly the wrong word. Remember there was when actually Mr. A Rogers sign. Yeah. would say
4: hello neighbor. Oh yeah. <laughs> that meant something. Yeah, that's right. Now it's <laughs> like you're not my neighbor like you live next to me and you yell too much.
2: Yeah, I've actually started trying to like talk to the people in my building now ever since this woman died. I was like, that sucks. Uh, and so I've tried to talk to people and they just kind of look at me, but I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna keep it up, but there's this, um, there was a sign on the MTA speaking of not talking to each other on the MTA with COVID, right? So there were. Uh, three options, and the MTA let, let you know which one was the appropriate option. The first option was two stick figures having a conversation with no masks, looking animated, having a conversation, and it said, not this. The next one was people wearing masks having a conversation, and it said, not this. And then the final one was two people looking down <laughs> separately at books, not looking at each other, having no communication at all, and the MTA was like, this, <laughs> this is what we want you to do. Don't talk to anybody. Don't look at anybody. Don't be near anybody. Don't exist with other people. Just live in your own literal bubble behind your face covering and go about your business.
0: That's the brave new world we live in. Yeah, that's what happens when you let the the corporations take over, man, whether it's the city, the state, the the corporate corporation, the centralized authority makes these stupid machine-like rules and restrictions on humans when we're not machines. I watched
4: this movie. It's called, I think it's called 2149, where it's like people live in concrete pods their whole lives, and they just, all they do is play video games, mm-hmm. and they interact without, just by typing, and that's like the world.
2: That's the E.M. Forrester story also, The Machine Stops. Did you ever read that? No. No, what's that? It's a free download, in fact. You can get it because it's uh, out of, what do you call it, copyright. The Machine Stops. E.M. Forrester wrote this book 19, I don't know, 1914, 1918, I don't know when it was, something like that. And uh all of these people live underground in their own little studio apartments. And whenever they need anything, they ask the machine for it. And the machine will provide it, whether it's food or anything else. Whenever they want to talk to each other, they all deliver lectures on basically uh, telescreens. I, it's basically the Internet. And that's how they talk to each other. And they was respond. It
0: 1909.
2: 1909. Wow. There you go. Super yeah. World. Interesting. Yeah, this is a fascinating story and So
4: basically he predicted people sitting in their mom's basements.
2: Yes, yes. Like Warcraft. Yeah, and he predicted online dating as well. Whoa. Because the main character, this woman, I think her name's uh, Vashti or something. So she lives in her little underground uh, Cubby. She delivers lectures through telescreen. She, and most of her lectures, most of the things she delivers, she talks about are responses to other people's lectures. And it is at the beginning of the story, she talks about how she was listening to a symphony and there was a glitch in it. And when she first recognized that when she first heard the symphony with the glitch, she was very upset and she was, you know, wanted to complain about this glitch. And now she wouldn't recognize the symphony without it
3: creepy it's very
2: creepy and also she has a child but she had a child with a man who showed up they you know engaged had a child and he left and she never saw him again Mm. so it's it's tinder it's siri it's like everything it's Mm. amazon and then of course the machine breaks down and so all of the people eventually they start like pouring out of their cubbies and the little transport system doesn't work um, and her son who had contacted her makes his way to the surface to breathe air for the first time. And it's poison and it kills him and he dies, but he, oh, you know, <laughs> Ian wow. e. Forrester that's is amazing. That led me to read everything E.M. Forrester ever wrote. And that's really the best thing I should have just mm, <laughs> stopped well <then>. there.
4: <laughs> well, how about we go to super chats, <laughs> smash the like button, give it a gentle little tap. Yeah. Do it for Ian. Just love it. Yeah, just do it for Ian, everybody.
1: You have to make love the it.
4: And go to TimCast.com, become a <laughs> member. There's going to be a member segment coming up. We usually post them around 11 or so p.m. That will be for members, like I said. So make sure you subscribe to the channel and become a member over there. Uh, smash the like button. Let's read some super chats. Deplorable pirate Captain Gunbeard says, according to a new study, kids aged 5 to 11 went from an obesity rate of 36% to 47% because of the lockdown in the U.S. Oh, saw no. saw that. That's really bad for people's
0: health. That's a lot.
4: Jason mm-hmm. D., says tim you got some interference on your show yes i think it was because the microphone may have been rubbing against the power cable which causes interference so the problem is it doesn't seem to be consistent it seems to be intermittent oh. uh, intermittent so i, I just moved the cables hopefully that solves the problem but we'll figure it out all right let's see jeffrey faff says Iran iran still flies usf-5 1965 with heavy sanctions that is amazing <laughs>
2: Yikes. I guess they know how to keep them up.
4: All right. Let's see. Moonlight Film says, why does the Biden pullout got to be worse than Tim Pool's internet connection? That is <laughs> that is not fair. <laughs> Rude. The interruptions we've had the past the few times, so the past couple of weeks, was on YouTube's end, not our end. Our internet is working. We have got this robust multi-network system with fail-safes, and the web was dropping out. Not because of us. We had a clean connection the whole way through. Therapy. All right, let's see. Hayden says, random, but I thought of something. Let's see. Uh, Hit IRS and Fed where it hurts by passing amendment where employers can't take taxes, Medicare, anything out of employee checks, forcing people to write a check to it, to the IRS every year so it is more clear that return was their money already. You see, that's the issue. People get paid and their taxes are taken out instantly as a convenience, right? No, it's so that they don't realize I remember when I first, my like my second job, my, not my, actually like my fourth or fifth job, but like my first big corporate job, and they were like, it's, it's you know, 10, 25 an hour. So I was counting the hours, and then I was like, okay, so I worked 40 hours, I should be getting about this much money, taxes will probably come out to this, so I think I'll get this, and I got like half. Huh,
5: yeah. And then I
4: remember looking at my check, and I'm like, hold on a minute. <laughs> and they looked through it, they did the math, like, that's right. And I'm like, yo, I'm poor. Yeah. I can't afford to get five bucks take home. Like, what is this? I saw it happen. So- well, I guess what, what I mean to say is, for a lot of middle class people, they don't realize. At the end of the year, you're like, yo, I got a big refund. Yeah. And they high five and it's like, oh, so the money that was taken from you just found its way back. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and for, then you, and more people they, see it.
2: The government earns the interest on your money and you don't right. get to earn it yourself. Uh, yeah. You, you don't. Can make a lot of
0: money with that.
4: Yeah, I bet they're I'm
2: sure they do.
0: A lot of delinquencies when people would just get their full paycheck and at the end of the year had to pay mm-hmm. taxes and they're like, I wasn't planning for this. Right. So you get, yep.
2: then there's this weird thing too. So the administration is giving out, like money for kids, right? So every child, every family, every kid, uh, $250 a month. Um, And I'm wondering what's going to happen when it turns out that they've been sending $250 checks to a bunch of people who aren't actually eligible for that child, Um. that like same kind of deduction or who owe money. And that's going to be screwed up. Wow.
4: There are a couple of Super Chats asking about this. Uh, Paula Ramirez says sources are saying that about 200 military service dogs were released in the streets of Kabul. I haven't heard that but it would not surprise me i saw so, an image of a bunch of kennels really yeah it was pretty disturbing i couldn't couldn't hard to fact it. check that. yeah we got to fact check that stuff sorry christopher says i feel like at this point the black swan event is that joe biden messes up everything everything to such a degree that we are all united uniting would truly be unpredictable i gotta say man
5: good point right
4: now under you know you got a lot of populist leftists who are ragging on Joe Biden mm. uh, and the right ragging on Joe Biden. And so now you have this creepy neocon establishment Democrat alliance, which has been you know, been around for a while, but now they've lost a lot of the populist leftists. So now it's starting to get funny when you see like the populist left being like i'm going to buy guns and biden yep. is terrible and like yep. we were betrayed everything we thought we were going to get we didn't get and I, I i love it when when biden was like he didn't meet with black lives matter or speak with them and they got really angry about it. it's like yo, you thought this guy was going right. to give you something
2: <laughs> meanwhile you did get everything that you thought you were going to get you got not trump
4: yep. yeah there you go congratulations, congratulations. well How's done. not trump doing for you
2: it's doing yeah there it is
4: Josh, oh my gosh, says last year the song Sound of Silence covered by Disturbed was the song of the dang year. My words fell on deaf ears like silent raindrops. Dude, Ian, I want to sing with y'all. I love to sing. That would be awesome. I love, I love the Sound of Silence, the, the electric version from Simon Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's, it's a really great song. You know, you listen to the lyrics, and it, I don't think it applies in any way or for the most part to today, but it kind of feels like it does, you know? What, I, gotta,
0: I don't know the lyrics. I love that song. That song is so great.
4: I
2: was just living a Bridge Under
0: Troubled Water yesterday, too.
4: Yeah, like a lot of it reminds me of Twitter.
2: Really? Sound of Sound Silence Room? Sound of Silence.
4: Well, yeah, like the lyrics talking about like people not actually listening, praying um, to the neon god they made. That's
0: right. You'll notice if you are completely silent, you'll hear the blood going <laughs> boom, boom, boom in your head. <laughs> yeah. right. It All never, right? It's never truly silent. It's true. Yeah, there's that room that's like the
4: quietest yeah. room in yeah. the world. I want to go apparently there. Apparently it's so quiet people can't stand we it. We got to build something like that.
2: Isn't it's not it like hard like sensory to build. deprivation or something. That's form
4: no. of it. Yeah. Well, so it's a room nice. where you like walk on a platform, and the whole room is like it's like spikes all around, mm-hmm. so that sound is completely absorbed. There's no echo. Wow. I will tell you this. I created. Uh, I had one little recording studio where I put sound foam everywhere, and it it's almost painful. It's the really? weirdest experience like you there there's like it's it's not like there's a loud echo where you can hear your words repeated back at you normally, mm-hmm. but you truly understand sound reflection once you dampen the whole room and then it it sounds like you're it's weird, wow. it's a weird feeling. your words seem to have like no weight to them Because yeah. they just disappear instantly, <laughs> you're
3: like
2: cocooned.
4: Yeah, it's a creepy feeling. Oh, that's
2: oh, that's so. like Vanta Black with light. It like sucks up 99% of the yeah. light.
4: That would be a cool oh, room God. to make. A, yeah, a yeah. Vanta Black sound Acoustic absorption. Room. Yeah.
2: Have you seen Vanta It just looks yeah. flat. So yeah, cool.
0: a black body.
4: Yeah. It's, a it's just black nothing black body. They, yeah, put, it's they like put a laser Anish on it like a lore
2: has used it for mm-hmm. um, art projects.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, Vanta Black sound absorption with like mm-hmm. LED lights Whoa. of different colors.
2: Yeah. trippy. That would be the creepiest
0: room
4: ever. We could make, like, a floating room where we do that. Where the should room should be like, floating, yeah. Like, turns and spins. It could be, Let's like, on a gyroscope. It. It'd be, like, yeah, a
2: gyroscope. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about yeah. that What's because the sound like absorption
4: those? stuff are, like, pointed, you know. okay. But you'd, 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 it would be, like, suspended by cables. Mm-hmm. So then you'd go in, and it would be two layers. So the inside room is mounted on, you know, four corners, and then mm-hmm. there's a gap between the outer room, which is suspended on cables. Everything's black, and then there's acoustic absorption around the whole thing. So you walk in. You'll still mm-hmm. touch. Right. Uh. That's why with uh sensory deprivation tanks, you're floating. Uh huh. So it's you know. It's like the
2: water. Yeah. 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 It's interesting.
0: Have you used one of those?
2: No. Yeah, I get, tri- we were talking I about are, building. I have wanted to do a sensory deprivation oh, that's thing, so but I, I think I have trust issues because mm-hmm. it's like that's it. How would you?
0: You just cry yeah. you just lay there and, know, cry really. and cry and cry and cry. That's pretty adorable. nice. I don't know. All right.
4: Madison Lynn says, Ian, I saw your Federal, Re- Federal Reserve video from 12 years ago. Did you ever get the word out like you said you wanted to? Oh, I think I saw your comment.
0: Well, I'm getting the word out now.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it takes a little while. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a slow burn
4: yeah bruno bronoski says biden's razor never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by unimaginable never before seen incompetence mm.
2: that's sort of my take the sleepy yeah.
4: joe
2: i just think the experts aren't that smart i think we have uh totally misjudged them i yeah. think about it they all went to the best <clears> colleges <throat> which we now know are it's garbage you
5: know
4: yeah. guidance says tim to correct your timeline Al-Qaeda was in Afghanistan before Taliban. Taliban were the radicalized next generation that had been living in exile during the USSR war and were returning when USSR left. Interesting. Well, there you go. All right, let's see. Kyle O'Brien says, I would trade Biden, his administration, and all the woke generals for just one of the service dogs we left behind. <laughs> Convention of states now, we can't
0: be governed by corrupt cowards who hate us.
5: That's so mm-hmm. sad.
0: I got a Daily Caller story. Death sentence animal rights group goes after Biden administration for allegedly leaving service dogs behind. Oh, That's from sucks. the Daily
2: Caller. The British took their service dogs home. Wow.
3: As good as Emily.
2: They're mad at us for really good reasons. We deserve it. Yeah, she is. Yeah, apparently our special relationship's on the rocks.
4: Musky Ferret says, So we left Afghans' aircraft that they were not able to operate or maintain. Also, we are there for their natural resources. Nobody
0: cares for freedom. That is a based super chat.
5: Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, a lot of uh, poppy, right? Yeah, poppy seeds, (coughs) which
0: gave you opium, which you could heroin with.
4: No, 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 no. It was clearly to make lemon poppy seed muffins. Clearly
0: to reshoot The Wizard of Oz and the (laughs) scenes so she (laughs) could lay in the poppies again. Is that what she did? She laid in a big field of poppies and got... She just like totally drugged got drugged out. She so like, falls asleep yeah, in the movie. Right. Yeah. But it's totally opium from out. the poppy. So
2: if the, uh, so if the Taliban is now going to be making a whole bunch of heroin. Dude. And our southern border is wide <sighs> open. Are we about to have a massive. <laughs> no, the
4: Taliban bans all that stuff, I'm pretty sure.
2: Really? Yeah, they like. But they, they'll sell it. They'll, sell it, right? they'll yeah. export it. They don't use it in the country. They don't allow that, but they'll allow it to get out. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <clears throat> be fun.
4: All right, Tin Man says, I was enlisted in the Marine Corps, and if you lost your weapon during training and couldn't be found, they would literally close down the base until it was. Then you'd get NJP'd. They left, yet they left $80 billion in weapons in Afghanistan at double standard much? Oh, that's beyond a double standard, man.
0: Yeah, that's pretty bad. I love that your name is Tin Man, by the way, after that. (laughs) Wizard of Oz. Nice. Shout out. Daniel Morden says, Tim, what do you think would happen
4: if the U.S. pulled all of its troops out of South Korea in 1970? What the U.S. just did by pulling out of Afghanistan was the modern equivalent. Troop presence is deterrence against aggression. You know, I think there's similarities, but I don't think it's the same thing. The, uh, but there, but there are similarities and that's, that's the big challenge. Um, yeah, that, this is a moral conundrum I've brought up before because I'm, actually I'm happy that South Korea exists and is flourishing and, and is growing and things like that. At the same time, I don't like the fact that the U.S. gets involved in all these other people's business. And so it, it, it really is a challenge. I think, there's, there's, it's not so much about a principle like, I believe in free speech, but more so, where do you draw the line on free speech? Because I can say I'm for free speech all day and night, and then be like, oh, but if someone incites violence, and then if you entertain the idea that the government can pass a law to say something isn't free speech because incitement to violence is bad, then someone says, okay, pass the law saying hate speech isn't free speech, and you're like, oh, okay, so maybe we're either for all free speech, even if, as, long, you know, whatever you say, or we're okay with the government putting restrictions. Therein lies the big challenge. I think everybody butts into. So to, put, to answer your question, if the U.S. pulled all the ships out of South Korea, North Korea would have came in with the Soviets and taken over, and there would be no South Korea. It would be, well, I don't know. Is Vietnam, how's Vietnam doing? I haven't looked at the know. politics of Vietnam. They
2: have a lot of contracts for manufacturing. A lot of clothes and things are made there. Yeah. Similar to Cambodia, actually. There was like a whole treaty with regard <clears throat> to that.
4: Yeah. So I don't know. You know, it, it, it is very difficult, but, but I think... um well, I I think we should not have entered Afghanistan in the first place. Like, regarding
0: free speech. Yeah, I agree with that. Obviously, you can't go out and and on TV and and command people to do violence. But, like, if you're in your room alone and you say the most vile, illegal stuff, you're fine. You're in your room alone. If the government's spying on you and hears you in your room alone just saying stuff, like you're reading a script, you know, and you're reading some crazy, violent lines, whatever. Maybe you're not reading a script. It doesn't matter because you're alone and you're not inciting violence. But it can be taken out of context. They'll arrest you. If they're they're spying on you, they can take it out of context.
4: I had an idea for a joke with my friends because we were playing GTA a long time ago, like GTA 4. And my one friend was yelling these really awful things like, take it to the bridge. Go to the bridge now. And I'm like, yo, the things you're saying right now and telling us to do, like if we're taken out of context. So I just imagine there's like some cops in a van and they're listening and they hear this guy being like, and then we're going to take the car. Drive it underneath the bridge. Et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And then the cops are like, it's happening. And they break in and it's some like, oh. it's like three fat dudes playing GTA. Yeah. Like, what's happening?
0: Right. Like all out of context. If they're going after phone records and things. I mean, it's so, all that's out of context. All right. Race Gardner says, adding to Ian's point, then we should further assist Elon provide internet to the whole
4: world through the mini satellites. Side note, did you see the military dogs left in their kennels at the airport?
2: Yo. Yeah. What? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Internet, global Just internet. That's a big part of it. Left a bunch of dogs in the airport. Yeah. <sighs> <Man. sighs> I'm not putting anything past U.S. government today.
2: Why would they Why would they do like, huh? Elizabeth that? Elizabeth Carmela Comedian
4: says, To add to all the bad news of the day, Lake Tahoe is currently burning down here in California. I live about two hours away. We've been inundated with smoke for weeks. Everyone has been evacuated from there. Please give a shout-out to them and pray. Yeah, sad to hear it. I hope everybody's okay. Natural disasters, man. It's mm-hmm. scary stuff.
2: It's interesting about that with... Uh Larry Elder, who's running against Gavin Newsom, has brought up the points about how a lot of these wildfires are due to poor forestry management. Yes. Yeah. Which a friend of mine, uh, Sashi McEntee, who was the mayor of Mill Valley, California, has also been saying that these wildfires are in large part because of that.
0: Yeah, PG&E mm-hmm. runs a bunch of old, outdated power lines through the forests. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, debris and, and sticks. And, and then the pow- one of the power lines will go out and set a forest fire. Yep.
3: But I feel like you should be able to run lines through a forest without having to worry about the forest being so poorly managed that you're going to set the whole state on fire. Should something go wrong? Because I feel like lines are going to go down, right? And then you shouldn't have to worry about California being so horribly mismanaged that you're going to burn the whole state. I
0: think down. they run power lines underground in some places on Earth. I don't know. Yeah, They're lots of places. California. New York. Yeah. This above ground thing's weird.
4: Yeah. Um, Listerable says it's so strange to hear everyone talk about what POTUS does as if his mind was working that's a good point to be honest brendan thompson says tim i'm sick of you lying about my country australia brendan we can brendan thompson we can buy foster's lager here what did i say brandon yeah. oh it's brandon
0: i think you said brandon i'm just shouting out brandon oh okay you can buy foster's
2: what do you guys think of jacinda ardern I'm a little
0: weirded out by her. She's totally weird. She seems kind of authoritative.
2: Really? And she also had a thing after the Christchurch shooting. She had a call, what she called the Christchurch call, to try and get all Western nations to uh, censor Internet speech
0: that's crazy i i was working at mines while that was going on and Mm -hmm. and facilitating some of the boost admin stuff and people kept posting the video of the Christchurch shooter first person video Uh and then they'd like overlay the doom console and it was like a video game like how many people you could shoot in the head so disturbing but but i mean i it was very it messed me up it changed me to see that over and over so i understand i understand censoring you know you got protecting the young mind that's like a that's what this is all about i think the censorship thing All right, let's see. Lucy Lurker says, Brandon
4: Burns in Las Vegas is working to stage a protest on September 7th for a mass call-out with a rally in Las Vegas and elsewhere, Freedom of Choice Rally. He has a good take and would be a great guest to have on. I went, I I Google searched vaccine mandate protest and I'm pretty sure you can find every single city. Like, just name a city. It was like Roswell, New Mexico. Dubuque. (laughs) Cedar Rapids. Not Dubuque, but, you know, Cedar Rapids. And it was just like, I had a list of like 30 and I'm like Mm -hmm. I can't even fit this in my browser so I had to get rid of some of them and I was like I read that in my main segment like protest 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 protest." and it's a lot of healthcare workers too that's right Mm -hmm. there's a lot
2: of nurses and stuff saying nah which is interesting too because we have such a huge nursing shortage and we're willing to just have a worse nursing shortage yep
0: this is it. Hundreds gather in Santa Monica to protest. Mm-hmm. Hundreds protest in, in New York. Mm-hmm. Protests in Greece get mm-hmm. violent. Like, this is like mainstream. This should be, of course you're not gonna see it on CNN.
4: It,
2: yeah, you don't see it. Yep. You don't, don't see, see it, it, it unless and, something and, violent happens. What, happened. what
0: flag did the guy
4: in Santa Monica
0: wave? It looks like the, the LGBTQ, I don't know, it's purple.
4: There's, there's a, there's a photo. Don't, from, Oh, he's got the Gadsden. Ooh, that's right. But it's yeah, it's a love rainbow that. Gadsden right. flag. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, man, Rainbow flag with the, the Gadsden flag. Oh, when I, it comes absolutely. to my body, I call the shots, and then it oh, shows the shot. I, I I love the Gadsden Leather. Pride flag. That's cool. Don't tread on me. I, the everybody. Gadsden flag in many forms. Yeah. Have the you snake. ever seen? Have you seen the Antifa uh, total fascist one where it says, you know, we will tread, and it's mm. it's a snake being squeezed by the the fist.
2: I have not mm-hmm. seen that. It's not pretty. Yep,
4: and they march around with it's 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 red and black, which is funny because like they're claiming to be anarchists who are gonna force <laughs> right. people who are libertarians. Like Texas. what? That's right. Yeah, these people are creepy weirdos. Ann Mack says Libby Emmons quote from the last show New York artists have been co opted by authoritarianism. At this point it's propaganda. Do exactly as you're told. They create the type of work that they are told. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And so uh, so where do you live, Libby? Dude. Come
3: <laughs> <laughs> on, you can do it. All right, let's see.
4: <laughs> Chaos Turnum says, truckers join the fight. Australia and U.S. drivers are organizing to protest. I am optimistic we will win this game of chicken. Spread the word. You guys rock. Truckers.
2: Nice. That's oh, where there's a at. trucker shortage. Have you guys seen that?
4: Mm-hmm. That's why gas it. prices... Yeah. That's
2: a disaster. That's a big. In the UK, <laughs> there's a huge problem too because uh, most of the truckers are like 55 or older, mm. and they're not getting any new people in to the to the business. Yep. Yeah. And once <laughs> once we don't have anyone to deliver our crap to us, like, Ooh, we're gonna well, what are we going to do? We're not going to have any stuff. We're not going to have any food.
4: Cole Will says, "Love Tim's nonstop reporting on current events, but we need solutions. One is removing the need for fiat and central bank investing." What is Ian's opinion on BlockFi and DeFi or Celsius Network and BTC after mining is over?
0: Um, well, BlockFi holds your crypto for you. They'll pay you interest on it, but you don't actually have the money while they're, while they're holding it. Um, the other stuff, DeFi, what is that? Decentralized, uh, finance. Finance, yeah. It's a whole movement (laughs) called DeFi, and And, that's like the decentralized finance movement. And,
4: and Bitcoin mining ends in like a hundred years or something? I don't know. Yeah, eventually.
0: And then it's going to be proof of, um, proof of stake as opposed to proof of work. Um, we're like just the Did fact you Bitcoin have the be? money allows you to get more money. Or something. I think
4: they'll fork Bitcoin. Something will happen. There will be a vote. It'll fork into something slightly different, and they'll then you'll get <laughs> centralized takeover. It, it, you guess.
0: asked a lot of a lot of questions about a lot of different things, but I agree with you that solutions and uh, new technologies is is where we're going, and we're that, building new shows on the TimCast network about that specifically. So that's why we
4: have the Cast Castle vlog rolling. With uh, uh, we're, we're just about hitting daily videos. The goal is. To not just be always so negative, but you take a look at some of the prominent creators, like, on YouTube and where they've gone, and they're, like, legit pro-establishment shills. Like, you don't even got to think. You can just do what the government tells you to do, you know? It's like, no, we're going to make fun videos where we, like, you know, ride around on motorcycles, and there's chickens, and, you know, we race cars and jump over the roof, and then we're going to have a Gadsden flag saying, think for yourself and and live free.
0: I want to build a solar powered water condenser on the property if possible. They work more more in the desert though, so it might not oh, be. Oh, it's
4: so humid here, you'd fill up a you know, hundred gallons oh, yeah. an hour. Interesting.
0: Yeah, we'd be like, Ian,
4: what are you supposed to do with all this water you've condensed? <laughs> drink it. That's a cool idea. That's really easy to do. Idea, yeah. yeah, you just just put it outside and you like the water condenser Yeah, I'll show you the, the plan. Percent. Honestly, we could just do a standard, uh, um, a water condenser where you do like a really big net with like the sheets oh those the, are great those fog the, catchers no yeah exactly and the water just drips down yeah i mean we when we had a mini ramp outside every morning we'd get like two gallons of water on it and yep. it was really annoying to have to go out and sweep it all off <laughs> just from the humidity. Be good vlog content yeah. by the way We're and i but i was it. thinking like what if we took the skate light material which is a, a, a it's it's a it's a plastic wood kind of like resin of some sort it's like a, no it's like a resin wood chip mix and what if we just put those up and just funneled them down? We'd, f- you get so much water every morning, it's insane. So we, you don't even need
0: solar power. Yeah, not here. Those are for deserts, the solar ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's what I think our military should be doing is building water for people around the earth, wells mm-hmm. and things like
4: that. I mean, if we build That'd these artificial water capture devices, yeah. we could probably reclaim desert. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Just Man, bringing water into it.
0: At the very least, we can be like, yo, we're not the bad guys anymore.
5: Mm.
4: All right. Let's see, uh, butt grubber says, Tim, the state of Washington is firing hundreds of employees in the state police alone of the vaccine, uh, mandate while taking away their retirement and unemployment benefits. Look up Trooper LeMay on Jason Rantz podcast. Yeah. I-, I was talking to a friend and, uh, just like a normie. And then I was just like, what they're doing with the, uh, vaccine mandates with no medical exemptions is nightmarish and like Nazi, n- Nazism. And she was just like, that's not happening.
2: It is happening. Yeah. I'm
4: like, what? It's happening. Like, prove it. I'm like, here's me doing the reporting and appearing on Fox News Primetime telling everybody that New York did this.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: You know, it's like, Uh. you got to just Google search, man.
2: That's a thing, too, where people don't want to see that the thing is happening that they don't want to have happening. So they just assume that it's not because it's illogical.
3: It's like not checking your bank account balance because you don't want to be out
2: of money. Right. Yeah. That's that's a clever that's move. A trick doesn't work. I'm gonna try that one next <laughs> time. Try it mm-hmm. next time. Mm-hmm.
4: Neil Williams says Tim mentioning electric dreams is the equivalent of Joe Rogan mentioning DMT on the podcast. Yes. No, I think Marvel <laughs> no, Star references. Trek, yeah. Or, well, Star Trek. It's been Stargate as of lately. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mentioned electric dreams. I think five times.
2: Did you watch Stargate? I've never really gotten oh, yeah. into it.
4: I've missed a bunch. I probably I probably seen like 150 episodes out of the 200 and something. Should
2: I like start at the beginning and watch it?
4: It's really good. Watch it's the good. movie. Mm, m-
2: like movie it. first. Did you see the
4: movie? Yeah. Movie is really the the, good. the the show starts off based on the movie. Uh-huh. But it's it's different. It's like there's different there's plot points different characters. Different actors, you know, but like, the plot I'm is different. Like, am
2: super into Trek, but I've seen. Oh, all you'll of love it Stargate. Now, it's, several I times. think it's so much better. <laughs> let me, let me, let me <laughs> just. Yeah, I, like I
4: don't want to spoil too much, but it is like a super old show.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Stargate starts off with like modern military, just, you know, like, oh, look, we got the Stargate to these other planets right. and these other galaxies. And it ends with humans adopting all this crazy ass technology. And now they have beaming. Like, they develop. Well, they, they, they get technology from other races that they trade mm-hmm. with. And so it's cool to see humans go from kinetic weapons just by luck having a stargate that allows them to interact with more advanced technological you know species to having warp capabilities building the ships going to war and then becoming one of the dominant
0: species in the galaxy it's pretty cool that's cool it's awesome james spader you familiar with his work yeah he's the scientist in the movie no way he's so good my Mm -hmm. problem with the tv show was i felt like we were missing a a james spader
2: well you're always missing james spader when he's not around yeah yeah shout out to james spader (laughs) i love him (laughs)
4: All right, let's see what we got here. Jonathan Aylmer says, Tim, ICU nurses at Sydney's Prince Alfred and St. Vincent hospitals are blowing the whistle that patients are being sedated to safely control them. Whoa. I haven't heard any of that. That sounds crazy, but it's true, though.
3: Okay, as a point of reference, too, sedation is a technique that is commonly used in hospitals to keep people from removing oh, IVs, okay. from injuring themselves, falling on the floor. I used to sit with people who were being sedated, to make sure they're still breathing, to make sure mm. they were not pulling IVs out and coming undone from their um, bondage equipment.
4: This is an important one. Finkenfarn says, Hey, Tim and crew, how is the forensic analysis of the Freedom Phone going? Keep up the good work. Your voices yeah. give hope around the world. I
0: think it's just better buying them.
4: Yeah, we have the, the people who are gonna, we, we, know who's gonna be doing the analysis yeah. on them, and now we just need to get them shipped yeah. out. Okay, tomorrow. So I'm you guys are checking that. those things out? Yeah, we wanna, we, Ian's got like a list of like, he's got a crack a group team of, yeah. of tech wizards. Oh, good.
0: Developers are working on the Fediverse project. Okay. We're to cool. shred this thing and then integrate our software into it for future. Cool. Future mods are gonna be great. Cool. So we'll, so. we'll get that, we'll get that shipped yeah, out ASAP tomorrow. Alright. Let's see.
4: So a lot of people are saying that I'm wrong about the FDA letter. Hondo says Tim, Pfizer says they are legally distinct. I've read both letters, EUA and the BLA. Until it's packaged with the legal disclaimer, two items can be identical and packaged differently, right? I'm 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 just wondering what the what the argument is for for a legal distinction and and how is how is that relevant to saying that the vaccine isn't FDA approved when it's the exact same thing? But you're arguing a brand. You know what I mean? Like they're legally distinct. I get it. Is it is it an issue of the emergencies authorization and like liability or something? I don't know. They're the same. They're the same exact vaccine. Same exact vaccine. Just one's got a different name. I want to get to the
0: bottom of this. So so apparently something's inaccurate.
4: Well, I guess they're saying that there is the, Fi- the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine and the Community vaccine, which are identical in every way except they're legally distinct
0: products I by see. name. And one of them got FDA approved. The other one did not. But they're identical.
4: Right. I see. And they can be used interchangeably. Oh, okay. That's what that, the letter said. So, okay.
0: But I, so I don't. So technically it's not FDA approved, but it can be used interchangeably with the one that is.
4: I, but I think that's <laughs> kind of semantics. You know what yeah, I mean? Yes. Like the FDA saying like this formulation, it's good to go. It's weird that that happened. I don't know. Whatever. I think, you know, as per usual, don't take medical advice from wackos on the internet. We're just <laughs> internet
5: people talking to cameras, <laughs> you know?
4: Awesome. Yeah. I'm not your lawyer. I'm not your financial advisor. I'm not your friend. I'm not your
0: foe. I'm just kidding. Find your own lawyer. (laughs) Find your own investment banker.
4: Find your own doctor. Talk to them and get sound advice. I, I do think when it comes to all of this stuff, there's a few things I should say. Legal advice is never really an issue on podcasts, I guess, but when people do legal shows. But when it comes to finance and when it comes to medical stuff, get off the internet. You know why? I get We get super chats all the time from people saying, like, hey, Tim, big fan of the show. You just wanted to shout out the hard work you're doing and mention that, you know, BRN, crypto, is the number one currency and everyone should – oh, okay, dude. I just made – I don't even know. Like, no, dude. People are always trying to do some kind of social media thing to, like, pump, pump, and dump. Yeah, and the same thing is true. Like, there's, there's a lot of people who are posting things with confirmation bias or cultural issues. Just make sure you talk to people you know and trust because the internet is a crazy place full of crazy people. That's why I'm like the vlog is so important, the cast castle stuff, because it's like really you're gonna see people who have the principles of freedom, like like you know Andy's wearing a Rothbard shirt while he's skating, mm-hmm. but it's not a show about politics. It's not like we're gonna be preaching to you about what you should. It's, it's just gonna be like inspiring you to be a better person, have fun, get some optimism, making good news, fun news. You know the dog running around and the chickens are flapping and jumping and just you know. Dude, me and
0: Carter were playing music earlier. Carter Banks, he's our. Uh, <clears throat> He's our resident uh, orchestrator. Yeah, new producer. Magnificent musician. Man, did it sound good. Cody
4: McNutt says, I have a Gadsden Prides flag hat patch. It really confuses people. I love it. Absolutely. All right, let's see. We'll do a couple more here. The survival preppers say, the vax mandate is a purge of those who don't align with the promoted narrative. Hundreds and thousands of people are going to be fired. Who will they be replaced by? If you're not prepping already, it's a good time to get started. Thanks, Tim and crew. Do you guys see this thing on Facebook where it's like somebody posted something about canning, like like making jam and beans and then putting it in a can? Mm-hmm. And Facebook has like a warning. I, don't, I haven't confirmed it, but people have tweeted it out saying, "Does it feel like someone is becoming too prepared? Notify you know ch- you know look for the signs what? of extremism."
5: What? That's insane. I
4: saw a couple different <laughs> posts. <laughs> I I don't. I haven't confirmed it. Oh, okay. I love it. But we, we also had the thing on Facebook where it was like you may have been exposed to extremist yeah. content. Yeah. My That's favorite. Hysterical. My favorite was the you know the meme of the of like the the, the you know the the, the shifty eyed you know guy. Yeah. Like this. And it said when all of your friends get notifications about extremist content, I but you don't. You. <laughs> yeah. It's We're you. You're doing it. All right. Let's see. Riley Anderson says, hey, Tim, fellow beanie guy here. Can you explain why you consider yourself left wing libertarian and more importantly, where you disagree with modern Republicans that classifies you left libertarian? Well, Republican doesn't necessarily mean libertarian or whatever. Republicans tend to be like, I would say, overwhelmingly moderate conservative leaning towards. um uh, What's the right way to put it? Classically liberal, not colloquially liberal, like the actual true meaning of liberal as opposed to libertarian. But left libertarian is basically like hippies living on a farm. Where I disagree with Republicans is probably on, like, I'm I'm less free market capitalism than many Republicans. I'm in favor of social programs. The problem I always mention, though, is that idealistically, it's really easy to be like, we should all cooperate and have certain system in place that have certain guarantees. Like, I love the fact that the fire department exists. I love firefighters. They're fantastic. I like the idea of the armed forces, and these things are you, 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 you know, it's, it's a government service. It's a guarantee. And I think there's good reasons to have them. So the issue is basically like on the left and right scale of the political compass, the right is where you start getting into more and more free cap, free market capitalism. And the left is where you get more and more into what's the right way to put it. Um, cooperative systems. So, um, it's, 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 it's hard to actually break down, But the simplest way to explain it is left libertarian would be like 10 hippies living on a farm or a small tribe of 30 people that come to agreements. A family, I think Jack Murphy mentioned this, a family is communist. There's a guy who's the father and the mother, they're in charge, they control things, they delegate responsibilities, the children just have to do what they're told, but they're provided for. And that makes sense at a really small level. So left libertarian is like, hey, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but if you want to come hang out, pitch in around the house, we got pizza, we got beers, It doesn't work when you go into multiple cities because now one city is like, that's not fair that we do this work and you get that. And then you start needing better systems of of economics. So the way I usually say it is, idealistically, I'm left libertarian. Realistically, I'm like socially liberal. So I'm like centrist, you know, slightly left leaning on some policies. I'd love for there to be universal health care within this system. I don't know if the system is free of corruption to the point where we could actually have it. So I'll leave it at that go uh make sure you smash the like button um you have to uh ian's life depends on it oh and gonna go to oh. timcast.com oh. <laughs> then go to timcast.com become a member because we're gonna have a members only segment coming up for all of you who are members share the show with your friends give us a good review you can follow the show at timcast irl all over the place where we post clips and you can follow me personally at timcast on you know twitter or whatever and minds and stuff like that uh you want to shout anything out libby
2: uh, yeah, you can find me at Libby Emmons on Twitter, and I'm at The Post Millennial, and you should check us out.
0: You can also follow me at Ian Crossland on Mines and at Twitter and everywhere else, and at iancrossland.net. Catch you later.
3: And you guys are more than welcome to follow me on Twitter at Sour Patch Lids. I am approaching Sour Patch Kids, and that is my goal in life, so please help me out with my goal.
4: We will see all of you over at TimCast.com for the special members-only segment. Thanks for hanging out. Bye,